Warning, this podcast contains mature themes, coarse language, and hella spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Love and Horror, a podcast about opposing film genres and the women who love them. I'm Deanne, and I love horror. And I'm Laura, and I love romance and drama. it's episode 47 and i knew it was 47 and not just because i sneaked at your notebook <laughs> i was like brushing my teeth this morning and i was like i'm pretty sure it's episode 47 today did you also sneak my score at my book i no placed i placed sure. my phone over it oh uh, no i definitely didn't look that far i saw 47 <clears> and i was like yes i was right yeah awesome like when you're playing um the cbc radio um play it by year and you get it right and it's like yes <laughs> I haven't listened to that in a long, long time. Yeah, I like hadn't like I used to listen to it all the time in the car. Yeah, on like too. on the way to like work. Um, even though I hate listening to the radio if it's like a song that I don't like. Mm. Like I just get like so angry. <laughs> so you don't want to listen to this fucking song. Um, but yeah, then like just recently, like I got like a clock radio mm. and I like, I had it set to like alarm sounds for a while and I was like, these are irritating. Yeah. So then I just like put it on, on the radio and I was like, oh, CBC. And then I was like, it was like, like putting on like an old pair of gloves. It was like, oh, yeah, I all yeah. this stuff. I, I used to listen to CBC a lot, um, like kind of before... I realized that podcasts were a thing. Ah. I'd listen to CBC Talk Radio. I'd listen to um, Q every day. Oh, okay, and, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't much anymore. So well, and then Even they've the like com- changed it a lot. Where they've really gone like the podcast route. Mm. Like, I have like a um, not an Alexa, a Google Nest. Yeah, and so I can just say like, I'm not, I'm not going to say it very loud, <laughs> but I can say like, hey. G word. Play like this local radio station and they will. But I can't tell them like play Google, uh, play like CBC Radio 2. Because like that doesn't exist. So I could say play CBC Music is what Radio 2 is now. But then they play like some random podcasty thing that like isn't what would be if I turned on my radio. Like Hmm. they're very like, like here's a block of programming and they're just podcasts that you can go and find somewhere else. And then here's a block of programming that you could also find as a mm. podcast. And then like the radio part is like only available on like an actual radio. Right. You can't like bring it up to like stream radio online. Like you could like radio, like CBC one. I'm not sure if CBC three exists anymore, but yeah. Weird. Hm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So the world is different and I don't like it. Change. Yeah. So we have to talk about what the entire world is talking about in the world of movies right now. Barbenheimer. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah, I noticed uh, that you 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 uh, took in the entire Barbenheimer. I have. Yes, I uh, did opening weekend for Barbie, and then last night I went and saw Oppenheimer. Um, they're both very good. Yeah. Like ten out of ten. Recommend go see them both. I really want to see them both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, I, my choices last night for Oppenheimer were 6 o'clock or 10 o'clock. And I do enjoy a later movie, but it's like, Oppenheimer's a three-hour movie. I was going to say, I thought Plus, I heard like, it was Plus, like, previews, long. it's like, I'm not getting out of there till 1.30, and mm. that's 
a little much. Yeah. And, like, it's a movie about a nuclear physicist, a theoretical nuclear physicist, 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 (laughs) a theoretical nuclear physicist, and then also his trial for, like, during, like, the McCarthyism years. It's like, fuck, this is going to be dry. I, I fully expected to, like, walk out halfway. I was oh, like, really? no shame. I am going to walk out halfway. It's going to be so fucking boring. Yeah. And it, like, held my attention wow. for, like, the full three hours. Oh, like, it was awesome. so good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one I didn't know quite as much about. I mean, I know who Oppenheimer yeah, yeah. is. And I saw a play oh, a long time ago about him. But, yeah, I, I didn't know as much about, like, the movie or, mm-hmm. like, hadn't really seen any previews. But Barbie, mm-hmm. I was like... I'm going to see this. It's for sure. it's so good. It's so like smart and yeah. funny and it's like <clears throat> not at all what I expected. I knew that it was going to be like unexpected. Yeah. Like based on a couple little previews that I saw, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I feel like this is going to take a an unexpected turn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, was... then of course I've seen like my TikTok feed has been mm. 90% Barbie oh, okay. for the last week, so yeah. I've seen a lot of like people talking about it so I feel like okay. I probably I probably know the whole movie by yeah, now yeah yeah I still want to see it for sure yeah it is it is so good and like my favorite thing because my favorite thing in the world is drinking a big warm glass of white male tears <laughs> and I love crybaby men who are like this is man hating and this is, it's like mm, did you actually see the movie or like think about it at all it's giving the female Ghostbusters ruined the franchise. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, like I've seen lots of guys say they went and they were like surprised at how much they liked yeah. it. Yeah. But then, yeah, there's all these like Ben fucking Shapiro. Oh, fuck that fucking piece of shit. Just- right? Like, yeah. It's And it's like, guess what? There was a piece of media that was made not to cater to right? you. Right? Like not everything is for everyone. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I fully admit when I saw Oppenheimer, it was a little, like, male gazy. Yeah. It's Christopher Nolan movie. But it's like, I still enjoyed it. I wasn't like, there weren't enough women in yeah. it. It's like, it was a movie about science in the 40s. Like, yeah, exactly. I was, was I was surprised that I saw women yeah. in that movie. You well, know? and truly, like, I mean, that is history. If you look mm-hmm. at that point in time, like, yeah. if you're making a, a movie about a point in time. Yeah. It's going to represent that, yeah, which is going to yeah. be like, no women, no minorities of any I, sort. I really? saw a black dude in that movie and I was like, is that accurate? <laughs> Would there have been a black guy? I mean, they did exist. They <laughs> no, just, I know, I know. But like, like, would they have been allowed to like do the science right, shit? Yes, and, yeah. you know, like, I expected to see one. them as like army people, but it's like, no, that dude's a straight up scientist. Yeah. Like, the odd one. Right? But yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, go see Barbie, go see Oppenheimer, support the SAG after a strike, and fuck producers. All of that. Yes. Yes. You you went camping in this last couple of weeks too. I How did. was that? Yeah. It was good. It was like I went during the week because I'm just like over ninety percent of the human population, so it's like. I just don't want to go to like a full campground where there's like music and screaming children yeah. and whatnot. And it was like really good, but my neighbors like right next to me were like very chatty. Mm. And it's like, I love that, but could you fuck off now? Yeah, like I'll be friendly for a couple of minutes, but now like I'm here by myself. And for and, a reason. Yeah. I feel like um 
you know, people see a solo camper and think that they need company and it's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm out here to be solitary. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like in, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall where, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Jonah Hill is like, you're here by yourself. Were you going to want a magazine? Like yeah. it's going to be really boring. And it's like, no, it's actually not. Sometimes it's nice to be by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So like, they were like really nice. They were a couple and the one, the one guy was like, oh, like you must camp like all the time because you look like you're really good at it like you got like everything set up in an hour and we've been here for like a couple of hours and we don't even have like our our like shelter thing over the picnic table set up yet and we don't have this and it's like well maybe you just suck I don't know (laughs) yes I am that good yeah and and then they were like oh well like where else do you camp how often do you camp and then a little bit later they came back and they're like hey we're going to get wood like can we get any for you and it's like no I got this (laughs) yeah you can just go away now I'm set up thanks yeah yeah yeah. It's nice that they want to be nice and friendly. For sure. But, but yeah. yeah, it's like, do I have to go hide in my tent now? Yeah, yeah. But there was like a good like clearing in my campsite and I got to watch a little bit of the Perseids. Oh, nice. And um, I got to see the International Space Station because I have been like tracking that motherfucker Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So it was like... I didn't realize I was going to see it that early. So I only really caught it like out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, hey, was that? It was. Oh. oh. So... <laughs> And then I'm supposed to be able to see it tonight at like 9.50, but I don't know if it's going to be dark enough yet. By no, yeah, now our days are getting shorter. Yeah. I think by 9.50 so, it'll, be, it'll be dark. That was very much like how I saw the blue nose. Oh, yeah. Um, we went to Lunenburg, which is the, the town that it docks at. The home of Joel Plaskett, I know. I didn't know that. Actually. Oh, God. <sighs> Joel Plaskett and Alan Doyle are playing out there. Oh, really? Like, next week. And oh, there was so much music in that part of the country and we we got to see a lot of it and a lot of like local like Kaylee's and stuff which was great but but yeah the Joel Plaskett and Alan Doyle playing together I'm like I would be all over that oh they're playing like together oh okay and then like a couple days after we left um Mumford and Sons was playing in I didn't know they were still a band yeah yeah so I was like all these bigger ones that I would have. Yeah. But, you know, there was, in PEI, there was a big music festival that apparently mm. happens every year. And we, the day that we went to see the Anne of Green Gables house and mm-hmm. stuff, it was right in the same, it's in Cavendish, the same oh, little okay. area. Yeah. And uh, I was really like, sometimes I get mad at myself for how much of a grouchy old lady I've become. <laughs> But really, I was driving by it and seeing all these people trudging through with their rubber boots because it had been raining mm. into a field. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's that's not a grouchy old lady thing. That's just like a, like, it's just more hassle than it's worth, yeah. I feel. There would have been a time where I would have been like, hell yeah, oh, sign yeah. me up. But I was just like, I just, I don't want to be around thousands of people in a field, in the mud, yeah, like, it's it's the mud that would get me. Yeah. Like, I just, it, you're just, like, dirty and gross all the time. Like, anything that you touch then is, yeah. is going to get dirty and gross. And, yeah. We, uh, so, yeah, we went to Lunenburg, and that was, I think I told you about my mom meeting up with her cousin. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, so my mom has a cousin who lives in New Brunswick. Okay. New Nova Scotia. New Nova Scotia. <laughs> New Scotland. New Nova Scotia. Um... <laughs> And she lives near Lunenburg. So we were taking a tour that took us to Peggy's Cove and Lunenburg and Wolfville all in the same day. And so they had arranged, we had like an hour and a half of free time in Lunenburg. So they had arranged that my 
mom's cousin, who she hasn't seen in 20-something oh, years, wow. would meet us when the the tour dropped us off. Yeah. And we had lunch together and stuff. So we got there and we could see, oh, there's the blue nose. You could see, like, the masts and stuff. You mm-hmm. knew what's what it was, but it wasn't up close. Huh. But we're like, okay, well, we'll go have lunch. And then when we're done lunch, yeah. we'll come and spend the rest of yeah. the time that we have here touring around the, the docks and mm-hmm. look at the blue nose. And I'm sitting... In the restaurant, and it's Lunenburg is is a really steep oh yeah city mm-hmm. or town. I don't, so we're at a restaurant that's like a block away, mm. but it's up so high you could see over oh, all wow. the, the buildings on the yeah. street below. And I just see these masts go by, and I'm like, no! Oh. So I run out onto the deck of the restaurant and like squeeze myself between two people's tables like so rude I mean there was a big space it wasn't like I was in anybody's space but I'm like god what a tourist clearly and so I got a little bit of a video of the blue nose pulling away I didn't realize that it takes tours out all the time oh okay I was wondering I was like what does it do now yeah I thought it was just like docked as kind of like a monument or something but no it it works it takes people out on the water yeah if we would have had more time there that would definitely have been something I'd have looked into yeah, and so. like, what is the Blue Nose? Because all I know is that it's the boat on the dime. It won some sort of important race for Canada, essentially. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, put that on our currency. It's, uh, you know, the, the funny thing about being out on the East Coast is like, I stumbled upon so many heritage minutes oh, really? in real life. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we, we stopped at a lot of lighthouses as we were driving around. It was like, oh, there's a lighthouse yeah. Sign this way. Go oh. turn down there. And we ended up at a lighthouse that was at this harbor that I was, there was a big plaque on it and I was reading it and it was about this rowing team and they were talking about the Canadians in their silly pink hats. And I'm like, that was a heritage minute. Oh, I don't and remember I that And I saw one. the, um, the telegraph beep, beep, beep thing yeah. that's in the heritage minute for the Halifax explo- explosion yeah, yeah. and yeah there were a bunch of them that I'm like that was a heritage oh, minute so cool. I, I you know I, I kind of said to myself as we were coming home I need to go on YouTube and find all the old heritage yeah, minutes no doubt. and I can pair them up with my pictures yeah and stuff oh like. that's cool yeah I just finished reading um Elliot Page's uh memoir yeah. autobiography and he's from Halifax so he like would like talk about like his childhood and things that he saw, but it's like, oh, this book is made for Americans because oh. some of the things he over explained, it's like, yeah, I know what the Halifax Harbor <laughs> explosion was. Um, yeah, I saw his school and oh. it's got um, like you know how schools have the signs in front yeah. where you can change the letters. Yeah, there was a, a quote from him. Oh, cool! Like addressing the like the seniors of that year. Oh, or nice. Whatever That's cool. On the on the board. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. really neat. It was. Uh, it was while we were on the tour. I would have stopped and taken a picture of it. But yeah. I didn't have time. Ah, so. too bad. Yeah, anyway. Cool. Have you been doing anything fun lately? Not really. It's been a pretty chill couple weeks. But um, last night, my... Nope, night before, I guess. Late. My brother-in-law and his kids from Detroit got to town. And oh. I haven't seen them in... I haven't seen the kids in like seven years. Oh, wow. And I haven't seen my brother-in-law in like two years. Mm. So so the kids are like big kids now. They're big. They're so big. <laughs> um, so yeah, so since they're in town, the other brother-in-law and his family are coming down tonight too. Mm. Um, Todd and his brother and the two kids went out to uh, Manitoba 
yesterday where their oh. family farm was, yeah. like where their mom grew up and to the cemetery and stuff. But today, the other brother and, the, and his family are coming, and we're having them all over at our place for a barbecue. So we're Hooray. feeding like 12 people tonight. Isn't that exciting that you get to cook for all those people? I like, I oh, like okay. hosting a, a dinner party or yeah. whatever. So yeah, it'll be nice to see everybody all together. That's good. Is uh, Todd's dad and his, I almost said his new mom. Wait, <laughs> we're not fucking 12. Right. But you know are, they, are they going yeah. to dinner too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's all of my in-laws. Everybody. Luckily, I like my in-laws. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, should we talk about some movies? Oh, I think so. So I remembered that it was episode 47, so I didn't remember anything else. Are we doing the scary movie or the non-scary no, the, movie? The non-scary. The non-scary. Okay. Witches, not witch. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the plural first. I um, Not that you guys can see, but I'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. I wore my Marge as a witch t-shirt today. That shirt is so fucking so rad. Good. I feel so sad that I missed out on getting that shirt. Because like... I'm 50 fucking years old and I get like the old Navy Halloween shirt like every yeah. year. But I missed that one. This might make you more sad to know. I found it on a clearance rack like at a random time of year. It must have been a return or something. Oh, Because it was nowhere near Halloween or anything. And I found it on like the clearance rack for like $3. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Usually if you hit like the clearance rack and it's bigger than like an extra large, chances are someone bought it online yes. and then returned yeah. it. Because um, we can't just have plus size in the store. That means fat people will come to our right? store. And ew. We we super advertise that for like five minutes and then we're yeah. like, oh wait, there's too many fat people in our yeah, store. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I do love this shirt though, even not just the, like Marge as a witch yeah. is awesome, but it's like such a nice fitting t-shirt. I just love it. Yeah, they have a lot of their like non-graphic tees that are like, out of that, like, really, like, thin cotton or they have, mm, like, yeah. weird necklines and it's, like, no, no, no. Like, the the Old Navy t-shirts, are they have, like, a nice neckline. It's, like, not a crew, but it's not yeah. a scoop. The sleeves don't hang down, like, past my elbows. It's just, like, they're nice shirts. I'm very picky about, like, where a shoulder hits me. Mm, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like when they hang way down on Yeah, arms, and so. I have, like, narrow shoulders. So, mm. like, a regular shirt is, like too like the shoulder comes out too long yeah, yeah so yeah they do fit nice uh hashtag not sponsored <laughs> but you could sponsor us. yeah right all right so did you know anything about the witches um i like missed this movie entirely <laughs> in my childhood i was really surprised when we were planning out our movies that you hadn't seen it yeah, like I had never even heard of it until like a few years ago. Yeah. And I've seen like a couple of like clips or whatever online. But yeah, I I knew it was about witches. <laughs> and I knew it was based on a Roald Dahl book. Mm -hmm. And that Angelica Houston is, was in it. But like, and I think I knew that they were like bald question mark. <laughs> but that's like all I knew. I didn't know like what the plot was mm. or anything. Right on. Well. Turns out it was a fever dream. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully an enjoyable fever dream. As I was watching it, I'm like, I feel like she might actually get a kick out of this one. Hopefully this redeems Legally Blonde a little bit. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so the witches, which... Which witch? Which witch? Which, 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 which? <laughs> Who's on first? Um, 
I didn't realize, I always thought it was just witches. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the witches oh, until yeah. I was like literally pulling it up to watch. And I'm like, ah. oh. I wonder if maybe like the book is just called Witches? No, I, it's probably not. I've oh. never read the book. So. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, yeah. it was released in 1990, directed by Nicholas Rogue. It was written by Roald Dahl and Alan Scott and executive produced by Jim Henson. I don't always put the executive producer on, but I felt but, like it yeah, was. Yeah, when uh, is Jim Henson you do? Yeah. yeah. It gives some context to, <laughs> to what we see in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so as you mentioned, it stars Angelica Houston uh, and Mai Zetterling and Jason Fisher. Um, it also has Rowan Atkinson, Bill Patterson, and Brenda Belithen. It was made for $11 million and grossed $15.3 million. So mm. not a blockbuster. Yeah. But it at least didn't bomb. Yeah. Um, it has a 94% Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. With a 70% audience score. Holy. And Metacritic has it at 78 with an 8.0 user. Wow. Um, so Roger Ebert, mm-hmm. Uncle Raj, yeah. gave it three stars, which I feel like is a fairly generous um, yeah I, I wouldn't expect him to no to give it that no much but um and he says one of the best things about the witches is its dark vision this is not only a movie about kids who are changed into mice it's a movie where one of the mice gets its tail chopped off oh, yeah. the witches is an intriguing movie ambitious and inventive and almost worth seeing just for angelica houston's obvious delight in playing a completely uncompromised villainess mm, yeah a couple other little reviews that I found. There weren't a ton, hmm. but um, Larson on film says, this ranks among the most mercil- mercilessly creepy children's films I've seen. It, it is creepy. I remember it being much scarier when I was a kid. Oh, like, yeah. I haven't watched it as an adult, so. Yeah. Um, there were definitely parts where I was like, this is scary for kids. But I feel like that's that's in line with Roald Dahl. Like, if you think about Willy oh. Wonka and, like, the, the scene where they're oh, on the boat and, like, yeah. that's... That's true. Yeah. That's, I think, like, the only, like, Roald Dahl, like, movie I've watched. Yeah, I haven't watched any, like, like James I didn't, the Giant Peach or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't watch, like, Matilda. Yeah, I I feel like I, like, we're, like, uh, like, just a few years older than, yeah. like, when Matilda and shit I came think out. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Christian Science Monitor... Uh, says the scenes of magic and mayhem are peppered with sly surprises and Angelica Houston plays the wildest wicked witch since Dorothy got back from Oz. Oh. And the closest thing I could find to like a negative review says the witches feels like a throwaway feature rather than a fully realized fantasy adventure. Hmm. I do have quite a few little fun facts, oh. but I'll let you give me a synopsis and then maybe I'll see if there's one I can throw in before. Okay. So I wrote this like last night when I got home from the movies. It was like the last thing I had to do. And I wrote like an entire page. And I was like, what is this movie about? <laughs> like I just kept writing and I was like, am I? What? what? You're just I... writing out the whole plot. As you're yeah, I was like, I don't even understand. Like I was trying to write and I was like, well, should I include this? Should I include this? Like, does this go in the synopsis? I, I had a really hard time, like, nailing down what this movie was about. I had a very similar experience with this one. I just wrote my synopsis this morning. I watched it at, like, I, it ended at, like, 1.30 last night. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, I had a similar where I'm like, this is twice as long as any that I usually watch. For one that I went good chunks of the movie without writing oh, any notes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, so, okay, so about your movie. Well, that's okay. Let's see uh, what I actually write here. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I like read it and then I just like closed the book. I didn't even like proofread it. And I proofread <laughs> everything. I proofread text messages. More people should. Yes. So it's like, let's, let's see what this says. The Witches is about Luke, whose head is full of the idea of witches, thanks to his grandma. They're bald. They have purple eyes. No toes. The huge. They go on a trip to the English seaside, where their hotel is playing host to a big witches conference. The Grand High Witch tells her congregation about a new plan to rid the world of children, who they hate. They'll poison the kids, turn them into mice, and stomp them to death. Naturally, Luke gets turned into a mouse, along with his new friend Bruno. With Grandma's help, they manage to get all the witches to eat the poison and become mice. Grandma and Mouse Luke go home and try to go back to normal. A trunk full of all the Grand High Witch's money shows up, arranged by Mouse Luke. Then a good witch shows up and turns the Mouse Luke into Boy Luke. And that's what Luke did on his summer vacation. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Like, it was a lot of like, and then this happened, and then this yeah, happened, and then, and then and they and did then. this. No, and then. No, and then. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will just tell you a little bit of Roald Dahl's take on this movie, <laughs> oh, okay. and then I'll let you tell me your take. Was Roald Dahl a famous Nazi? I feel like he was one of those, I mean, he wrote in a time when I feel like everyone was Nazis, but I feel like there was like some like controversy where it's like, oh yeah, that guy was also a Nazi. I feel like, yes, and yeah. I, I, I don't like that because i mean very brave you don't like nazi no i don't i don't like that he was a nazi it hurts my heart because i love like willy wonka and the chocolate factory is one of my favorite Mm. movies i have a quote from it tattooed Mm. on me oh yeah i've never read the book and i've never seen the original oh i've I've only ever seen the johnny depp oh then you i haven't seen it you haven't seen (laughs) yeah um they're making a new one and it looks awful i I know that Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet um, is playing Willy Wonka. I feel like he is more the picture I have in my mind. Oh, interesting. Than okay, Johnny Depp for sure. Yeah. The Johnny Depp one, I I tried so hard to yeah. like it because I like Tim Burton. I like yeah. that whole stagnant and stuff. But I love the original movie so much that I um I just couldn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I honestly don't even think I would have liked it had I not loved the original. Mm. I just, yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't care for it then. Yeah. Um, but you, so you've never seen the original? No. I'm going to write that down Oh, here. yeah. For, yeah, I feel like I would be interested in seeing it because it does feel seem like darker than yes. the Johnny Depp one. Oh, yes. Yeah. And like, I feel like I've seen like... The tunnel scene, like yeah. when they're on the boat. I think I've seen like that entire scene. It probably it's around in pop culture yeah. a lot. So yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that'll be another episode. There you go. Yeah. Let's talk about witches for this yeah. one. Okay. So, um, Roald Dahl's daughter, her name is Lissy. Uh, she stated that he never again requested someone for a role in his book after the producers of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory denied his request to cast Spike Milligan, who I don't even know. Oh. As the titular character, but he was ecstatic when Angelica Houston was cast as the Grand mm. High, which um, she had been his personal favorite for the role. Huh. So it's like he really wanted it, but he wasn't going to say it because he was let yeah, down yeah, last time, yeah. but then he was vindicated. Huh. Um, and Angelica Houston has gone on record saying that uh, this is her favorite role of her own. Um, 
and that she regularly dresses as the character for Halloween. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So she, she liked this movie. Cool. All right. I do have a bunch of other fun facts, but we'll see if they fit in as you talk. I'll let you take it away. Okay. So the very first thing I noticed was this movie was shot on film and it's never been digitally like, mm, like, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Like re, re-upped. Like, uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. There is a word. Like remastered? Remastered, yeah. Because yeah. um, I could see the little like, like kind of like graininess. Yeah. In like, especially like in the title sequence. I was like, yes, oh, it's on yeah. film. Yeah. And then I noticed that it was like, Produced or whatever by Jim Henson. And I was like, Jim Henson, are we getting Muppets in this? And it's like, oh, we're getting Muppets. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we start off in this like adorable Swedish village, Norwegian village. Norwegian. Yeah. Um, which is just like so cute. And grandma's just like going on about witches. And she's like, real witches are ordinary. And I was like, yes, full stop. Yes. Like, but now let me go on to say why they're not. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll get into that later. Um, so he's, she's just, like, talking to this, to, to uh, her grandson, Luke, who is just the dorkiest fucking right? kid. And I feel like this was probably, like, his first and possibly only role. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't... Uh... Because he just, like, doesn't know how to act. Yeah. Like, like... Not like, oh, that kid's a bad actor, but it's like, hey, kid, people can see you right now. <laughs> like, what, like, and why is the director just, like, letting you, like, there was one part where he was, like, putting his glasses back on, but he, like, fiddled with them for so long mm. that it's, like, and he, like, and they're the kind that have, like, the, that, like, you see kids wear where, like, the arm, like, yeah, comes, yeah. like, right around the ear. And so he, like, fussed with it for so long to like get it like right around his ear and then they were like all like askew and he'd like arrange them and it's like director call cut and have him do that again but i mean that's that's real that's i suppose a real kid. yeah that is what a kid would do i had glasses that wrapped around my ears like that because yeah, you had glasses you. like very little yeah i was you? a baby i was like one yeah and then um and then there's another time where he's like listening to grandma talk and he like <laughs> he like has like his hand on his face, but it's almost like I don't know what to do with this <laughs> hand. I'll just plaster it to the side of my face and just like and not even like resting his elbow mm. on the table then like putting his hand in like his face in his hand just like his like his hand is just kind of there and it's like, "Hey kid, <laughs> you could just put it on the table or something." Yeah, it just it looks uncomfortable. Yeah, just like the awkwardest dorkiest kid ever (laughs) so grandma goes on to say real witches hate children and it's like well (laughs) i'll meet you halfway (laughs) um so she's like just like the whole like intro is her just like describing witches going on and on and on about witches and she's like they have plain sensible shoes and i'm like no grandma that's lesbians not witches (laughs) And then it's like, well... Well, when this was written, that probably was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The... I mean, that is, you know, throughout history, who are witches? The people we don't like. Right, yes. You know, and it's funny, actually, um, that was one thing that struck me as I was watching this, that I'm like, I hope you enjoy it, but also, like, they are really not fans of witches, and I'm like... I don't know how Deanne's going to feel about how much putting down of witches. Yeah, it's like, I said we'll get into that later, but let's get into it right now. So it's not 
like just this movie, obviously. Like there's plenty of movies where it's like, ooh, a witch. I mean, your shirt. Ooh, like Marge yeah. is a witch and she's yeah, evil. Yeah. And it's like. Well, and even the, the one we'll talk about next, you know. Absolutely. And it's like, as someone who, I wouldn't call myself like a capital W witch, but I'm like definitely like pagan leaning and yeah. I've, you know, like participated in rituals and stuff before. I feel like I'm like a witch in everything but name. And mm. I think it's just because that's such a like polarizing word. Yeah. It's like. You know, I don't yeah. say witch or Wiccan. It's like, eh, I'm just a pagan, you know? Like, yeah. why, why commit to anything? <laughs> Back in, like, the early 2000s, I definitely was, like, trying to lean that way. Mm-hmm. I got witchcraft for dummies, and I was... Oh, yeah. I literally just got rid of that book, like, in my last purge. That's so funny. Um, but, you know, just... I never stick to anything. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. uh, So... Before you finish talking mm. about your thoughts on witches here, um, he has two other credits. He was in Hook, okay, in 1991. I've never seen that. Um, and he was in Parenthood. Oh, I've seen. Have I seen which that? I think I've seen, but it, like it's from 1989. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. with Steve Martin. Yeah. So I would imagine he was one of the kids. I don't know, but yeah, he yeah. only has two other acting oh, okay. credits. That's fair. Um, yeah. So like, there's this whole like. Even, like, I was, well, I, I've got stuck in this, like, YouTube K-hole lately, like, compil- compilations of, like, the creepiest TikToks. Oh. And this is how, like, the algorithm gets you, because it's, like, it's, like, the creepiest TikToks, and then, like, here's some fun conspiracy theories, and then it's, like, this is a globalist agenda, and it's, like, <laughs> okay, I am smart enough to know that it is time to turn off the TV, right, but there yes. are people who are, like, oh, my God, the global elites. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, I know. I constantly am like, this right here is why peop- why QAnon is a yep, thing. Yep, right? absolutely. I, I can so, see the pipeline. Yeah, so I've been like watching these videos that like eventually take that turn and I just like laugh at it. I was like, no, that's not a thing. But a lot of them are like, you know, oh, do you believe in witches? Do you think witches exist? And it's like, yeah, like obviously witches exist. Like, yes. Do you think Christians exist? Like, yes. yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, pr- the understanding of what witch is, yes. is a lot of people have no understanding yeah. of like what, like really yeah. in real life, yeah. not in pop culture and movies and stuff. Yeah. So I, I try <clears throat> to like have that like sort of like compartmentalization yes. where it's like, there is like witches who like follow a certain path. And then there's like the the fictional character of the witch right and like never the twain shall meet kind right. of right yeah you kind of have to keep them as separate yeah yeah but even like the witch the witchcraft uh, like store in in town the woman who owns it like on her store altar she has like fictional like witchy stuff there mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting because it's like yeah it's hard to like reconcile the two things yeah you know? it's like you they are separate things but maybe you know some people just embrace the the uh kind of kitschiness of like the yeah fictional witch right? yeah yeah and and donna at the at the broom closet she definitely like kind of embraces that a little bit but then she's also like no but like legit i am a witch right like, yeah you know you can like get all your supplies here kind I'm- of thing a witch 365 days a year, but I dress as a witch for Halloween. Yes, yeah, and yeah. she legitimately does. Yeah. Like on Halloween, she does dress as a witch, which is just like, I've just played up like my regular yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. I have been a witch many years for Halloween just because, yeah, like, just find all the black and purple clothes yeah. in my wardrobe, and I have a couple funky hats. And I've only ever dressed up as a witch once, and it was just a couple of years ago. Oh. But I've, like, never been 
a witch. I have been many I've been times. a pirate a lot. I have been a pirate a couple times. Like in college, I was a pirate several times. When we were kids one year for Halloween, my mom used to make all of our Halloween mm-hmm. costumes, like sew them, and she made beautiful costumes. Yeah. How superior did I feel to all of my classmates oh, who were in like the plastic smock 100%. and the plastic mask and I was there in my like beautifully sewn, like I knew even oh, yeah. at like six yeah. years old, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm killing this. Yeah. Anyway, one year for Halloween, she made uh, Sleeping Beauty characters. I was mm. one of the um, fairies Okay, and Sheila was Maleficent. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I still have pieces of Sheila's Maleficent costume, oh. um, the hat and... Yeah. The cape. Oh. So I, I did that a couple of years too. Where oh, I that's just, the same hat? I've seen you yeah, wear that yeah, hat before. Yeah, oh, okay, it's the same cool. hat. So you can't like buckle it up mm-hmm. under the chin like yeah. like when we were kids, but it still will fit on my head. So yeah, I've, uh, yeah, that's still the same one that my yeah. mom made Sheila when she was like eight maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, my mom made a lot of like my costumes too. And like even to this day, like when I see kids in like store-bought costumes, it's like... <laughs> chumps what are you right. wearing <laughs> yeah. and it's like not everybody has a mom yeah so, but, yeah but yeah I definitely that was I was so proud of my oh Halloween yeah costumes. yeah my mom made me um I was Statue of Liberty oh, one cool. year which was a bitch to trick-or-treat in I bet but um like the crowning like piece de resistance was the year I was a magician's rabbit the top half of me was a rabbit the bottom half of me was an upturned top hat nice and I had this like I think it was a hula hoop. Oh yeah, yeah. For like the, like the brim of the top yeah. hat, and it was all covered in like black fabric. That's and, awesome. Yeah, um, I couldn't sit down the day at school when we had like Halloween fun times, but it was worth it. Um, one year, mom made for Sheila, Gem and the holograms. She was Sweet. Gem, and it was so good. Oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. I there's pictures kicking around. I'll have to dig. Them oh up. yeah, for sure. This year, I either wanted. I was like. All year, I was like, I'm going to be Mothman this year. Like, mm. I'm going to dress as Mothman. And now that I've seen the Barbie movie, it's like, I need to be Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie's awesome. That's so... Except for I won't always be in the splits. But yeah, I, uh... I, I need to be Weird Barbie. I love that they included that. It's so good. It's so good. Like, it's just little things like that in the movie where it's like, yes, like yeah. that is not like part of like... Barbies are like pretty and they drive this yeah. cool sports car, but it's like, like it very much is like Barbies are toys and here's how we like play with Barbies. Mm, mm-hmm. And there's always one, it's always like weird Barbie. You played with her for too, you played with her too much and then she just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> you gave her a haircut. Um, all of my Barbies mm-hmm. had no hands. What? The cat that we had growing no up way. would chew on their hands, so Aww. their hands were always mangled. Oh, geez. I cut so many of my Barbie's hairs, like once I got a little bit older, and we called them all Sinead O'Connor, rest <laughs> in peace. Um, and I remember, like, my friend at the time who was over, and I was like, hey, like, let's cut some Barbie's hairs, like, whatever. So we did it, and I was like, here, like, it looks like Sinead O'Connor now. And she's like, I'm going to make a sh- <laughs> I'm going to make a Sinead too. And it's like, what? And she's like, this is my Sinead And it's like, no, no, no. Her name is Sinead O'Connor. Oh, that's funny. oh my God, I thought her name was Sinead <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so um, traveling back from our sidebar to our sidebar <laughs> to our sidebar, um, I love all the like Nordic knitwear that all the yes. kids wear at the beginning. Yes. Oh my God, it's and, just like, like so adorable. The grandma's sweaters and stuff mm. too, I love like it just that all feels like actually hand knit yes yeah. so yeah I love it I really want to go to like 
Nordic countries mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a storybook village. Yes, yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Um, so then at this point, I started like making bets on where this movie was going to go. <laughs> and I was like, I think Grandma was a witch. Like, I, I feel like they were really setting that up to be like, I'm a witch and not all witches are bad. Look at me. I, I definitely, I mean, I knew from watching it as a, a kid that that wasn't the yeah, case. Yeah. But as I was watching it again this time, I, so I knew that wasn't where it was going, but I could totally see that. I was like, they really make it feel like yeah. grandma's, there's something more going on. Yes. And I wanted like a bit more backstory to like, why grandma hated witches so much. Like I get like, you know, cause witches are like a bad thing in the world or whatever, but like, cause they she, cut off her finger. Well, yeah. So like, I want that flashback. Like um, show me how they cut off your finger. Like, cause I assume that like Angelica Houston and all the other witches are like timeless. They don't age. Yeah. So like, did Angelica Houston cut off your I finger? Think she like did because they recognize each other. To, yeah, yeah. So like I, I needed a bit more there in the book they cut off her thumb so I don't know why oh, that creative choice was made. I wonder if the actress is actually missing oh, a maybe. finger because it looked really like natural. Yeah. yeah. Who is that actress? Like is that, she like is she in something cuz uh, she looked very familiar. Yeah, she does look familiar. Her name is Mai Zetterling. Um well, you start talking and I will Google. Okay. And cut you off. Okay. So my next note is just um like a quote from the little kid. Cause like, the, so the little kids, Luke's parents die in a car accident, yeah. I think. And, um, he gets up in the morning before he realizes that they've died and he's like looking for them. And all of a sudden his accent is so Midwestern. <laughs> he's walking around the house. Mom, dad, mom, dad. Oh no, I think my parents have gone missing. I mean, he didn't so say that I part, don't notice those details mom? like you do. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it kind of is is fitting because like they live in America, but they're moving to England yeah. and, she, and the grandma, their Norwegian yeah. descent. And, yeah. So yeah. I feel like even if that's not what that kid's accent is, I feel like they really tried to like play up like his American accent. Yeah. Like, this is the American kid. Right. Because there was even another part like earlier in the movie where like listening to his accent, I was like, well, that kid's not Norwegian. And then like you kind of find out in the story, like always oh, from America. And I feel like they really tried to make him sound American. <laughs> um, she does have a lot of acting credits, oh. like way back to the 50s. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but a lot of foreign films. Ah, okay. Not a lot that hmm. I recognize interesting because yeah she looked like really <clears throat> familiar like her like, I don't know, just like her face looked familiar and um she's only got two other credits after oh which is so she doesn't have anything after 1993 so i don't know oh if she interesting died then. Oh. oh yeah she died in 1994 so. oh, okay that makes sense hmm, interesting so then finally grandma and uh and luke moved to england to this like cute little cottage and um, he's, like, still got his head all full of witches. He, like, goes to school and he's like, and witches do this and witches do that. And his, and his uh, schoolmates are probably like, the American kid is weird. Right. And uh, he's up playing in his treehouse one day and, like, a witch comes past. And she's like, oh, come down here. I have a treat for you. And she, like, pulls this snake out of her bag. And he's like, uh, no thanks. You <laughs> seem like a witch. And then she starts, like, talking to the snake. And it's like, 
The witch is a parcel tongue. Um, oh, yeah. So the snake that she has in her bag mm-hmm. is Gilbert. Yeah? It's the same type of snake as my old pet oh, snake. Oh, is that a corn snake then? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it looked fairly, like, benign. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So apparently this is on uh, Luke's birthday. So then grandma calls him in and it's like, oh, come in. Like, we're going to like have dinner now and celebrate your birthday. And so she's all like singing happy birthday to him. And you look at like the spread on the table and there's this big, beautiful birthday cake with a slice taken out already. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how you guys do birthday in Europe, but you put candles on that thing and you... Everyone sings happy birthday, and then you cut the cake. Yeah. Like, this suggests that even a piece was cut out, like, yesterday or something, because they haven't even eaten dinner yet. Yeah. And there's a piece cut out. Just, you don't even know how to birthday, bro. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Yeah. But um, he gets two mice for his birthday, and he calls them William and Mary. And <laughs> it's like, I love that. Um, I thought they were going to come into play a little bit more later, too. And it's like, there, there's lots of, like... Not necessarily plot holes, but like... Unresolved Hey, things. what's the deal with that? Yeah. yeah. Even um, to spoil the ending, and mm-hmm. you might have this in your notes mm-hmm. too, but like when Luke is a mouse, mm-hmm. his tail gets chopped off, but yeah. then he gets turned back into a boy. And I'm like, is he missing part of his anatomy as a boy now that he's turned back into a boy? Well, but humans don't have a tail anyway, so he could be like... He has his full spine, but like yeah. the tail but, is not there, so... I feel like, yeah, I don't know. He should, like, not have a butt or something? Or, like, I don't, I don't know. I just, or, like, a scar or something, maybe. Oh, yeah, a scar would be good. Like, right, like, at the bot, like, on his yeah. tailbone or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, then, Grandma is sick, so they have to call the doctor. And the doctor comes, and she says something like, it's just a little bit of diabetes. A or mild something. case. A mild case, diabetes. yeah. And I did appreciate that they said diabetes. It's like, is one for Brimley here? <laughs> right. I got the betis. In the book, it's a it's a much more like drastic oh, yeah. illness that she oh, has. Okay. I can't remember okay. the details. Mm. So then they're like, oh, well, the thing that'll fix you up is just a little seaside holiday. And it's like, no, I think the thing that's going to fix her up is called fucking insulin. Right. But, you know, what do I know? Um, so they go to this like cute little like seaside hotel, which is like so charming. And Rowan Atkinson is the hotel manager. Dressed exactly like Mr. Bean. This was pre-Mr. Bean. Yes, yeah. Um, so they wrapped filming this, mm-hmm. and then he started Mr. Bean. So Mr. Bean existed before this actually came out. It, like, oh, like, okay, okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently he he based his character of the hotel owner on um, Faulty Towers. Oh, okay. I never watched that. But. I never watched it either. I watched a lot of other kind of British sure. stuff of the yeah. era, era. Are you being served? Are you being stuff, served? But. Yeah. Um, oh, what's it? Keeping Up Appearances? Yeah, I think so. I watched those ones a yeah, lot. There's a, there was a bunch that we yeah. watched. Anyway. Yeah. Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean, uh, Rowan Atkinson in England is like known as like having like this like bigger career but in in like north america just like oh mr bean just mr. so then bean. you hear him talk and it's like whoa you don't just say tartar <laughs> my my niece can do the mr bean impersonation oh, really? where he goes tartar so well uh-huh. yeah uh, my nieces and nephews and my my mother-in-law yeah. really liked mr bean so yeah. she played it for the for her the grandma oh, yeah. a lot yeah. and they all really liked it it's too. like so stupid but like so funny like it is. every once in a while i'll like catch something on on like youtube and it's like this is still hysterical it it is so 
It's like the antithesis of anything that I typically like, but for some reason I do like Mr. Bean. Yeah, I think it's because, like, because there is no, like, dialogue. Yeah. So there's, like, no, like... Offensiveness Well, to or just, like, or... I don't like, like, that kind of joke. It's, yeah. like, it's all, like, physical humor, yeah. which I don't usually like, but it's so, like, pure. Like, yes, it's, it's not, are. like nasty or gross or anything it's just this weirdo bachelor gets a fucking turkey stuck on his head (laughs) and i think of that every time i'm making a turkey it's like what if this got stuck on my head right now and then i have Um, to do a weird dance and fall asleep in church (laughs) it's so good so um i do have a little somewhat related factoid so during the production rowan atkinson caused a disaster worthy of mr bean oh no um he went to bed with the bath tap still running in his room and caused a leak, what? which damaged the crew's electrical equipment on the flu- floor below. Oh my goodness! How did they stay in the hotel? I think so. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that is so good. Okay, so we're in this hotel, and everyone in this movie is just a character. Yes, it's not like just some like random lady. It's like no, she's like doing the most at all times. Like everyone is just the most. Um, and grandma's always smoking a cigar. Yeah. And that didn't like do anything in the movie either. Like it's yeah, just because it's not, it's not just like, oh, it's a movie from the nineties. Everyone is smoking at all times. It's like, no, like you're a lady smoking a cigar. Like, I feel like that's a real choice. I feel like it's all just to kind of make her, she's like a slightly eccentric lady, you know? Yeah. Know. Which in the um, end should mean she is a witch. Right. Yeah, she definitely doesn't, like, care about social norms. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and they even reference that, like, when they when she's diagnosed with mm-hmm. her mild mm-hmm. case of diabetes. Yeah. Um, she, they, you know, suggest that maybe smoking cigars isn't Yeah, great not the greatest. Yeah. Carries on. That was one thing I noticed in Oppenheimer. Everybody's smoking all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Like, oh, you're working on this, like nuclear bomb you should light up a cigarette right fucking now you're in the hospital you should take a time to have a smoke break it's so wild you're like in the fucking courthouse smoke time but you know like that still existed in our life oh 100 percent 100 percent it's crazy when you think back about it now it is just so weird it's like yeah yeah i often think like what is a thing that is so normal right now that like in 20 years people are going to be like i can't believe you fucking did that i think about that kind of thing all the time like you know i'm so staunch in my beliefs right now what am i going to look back in 20 years and go like oh that was a bad take even things yeah even things like that where it's like you know you look at things that you did like 20 years ago and it's like i would never fucking say that word oh gosh yeah like I would never use like the R slur. Yeah, now. no, and and it used to be so common all the time. It's like, oh, I don't actually mean that, so like I can say it or whatever. It's like, what do I say now that I'm gonna like yeah. blanch at in twenty years? Yeah, and there will be things, and for it's sure, just, it's just like the so progression crazy. of life. And yeah, just like trying to like like forecast like what that's yeah. gonna be. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Time, man. It's so weird. It's a flat circle. It is. Yeah. Um, so grandma's going to chill out after tea because she's had a touch of the, of the diabetes and she just needs to have a nap. So naturally Luke should just wander the hotel in a foreign country by himself. Like yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Just, just With go his pet mice. In a bird cage? It felt like a bird cage. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like, oh, here's me and William and Mary just wandering around this hotel. Like, and Mr. Bean is like, you can't have mice in here. It's a hotel. And... Grandma was very like, oh, well, I think there were mice here. Or, yeah. I, you know, maybe I'll tell people about this. And it's like, 
grandma's like, she's, I don't know. She's, she's up to something. She, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And even at that, I'm like, I mean, you know, I'm such a rule follower, mm. but like, that's an understandable rule. Like you're going to try and ruin his business for something that actually is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you go to like a pet friendly hotel and that means you can bring like your dog or your cat, not like your rodents. Yeah. And then, you know, he compromises and says, okay, but they have to stay in this room in their cage. And I'm like, that is a reasonable Absolutely. compromise. Yes. And immediately she's like, yep, take your mice and walk yeah. around. And- put, them, put them in your giant cargo pants. <laughs> you have two you have two pockets, one on either side, one for William, one for Mary. Get them in there. Um, so then he, he sneaks into the conference room where all the witches are going to show up. And he's like watching. And they're all like all these like crazy ladies are all like filing in like running to be like the first the yeah. front row and angelica houston finally like stalks up and she's all like you know amazing and like i am i am the diva of the yes. moment kind of thing and there's all these like weird throughout the entire movie it's all these weird like extreme close-ups and like dutch angles yeah, and yeah. it's like who was the videographer in this? This is weird. And I was like watching that whole scene where they're in the conference and I was like, what does this feel like? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. When, when she walks up there and she kind of like throws that hand up and yeah. I was like, oh, she's Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah, it I felt can... like super Rocky Horror. Yeah. yeah, and all those angles and close-ups and stuff, that's very much the yeah. style that Rocky Horror's film is. Yeah, like you show, um, they showed like the, like all her like, fellow witches and like all these like close-ups and like ooh yeah ooh what did she say there i agree with that and that felt like all the like party goers yes, in rocky yeah, horror for yeah. sure um so in that meeting mm-hmm. many of the witches yeah. are men okay i was like i don't want to like say that you know like women have to be a certain way but like some of these ladies look awfully manly yeah <laughs> And I don't know, I don't, I never could find like a, a logic for that. Like in Home Alone, when they um, show Buzz's girlfriend and it's actually Buzz in drag. I could, that was such a revelation when you told me that. <laughs> you know, and they, they've stated that it's because they didn't want to like call a girl ugly, essentially. Yes, yeah. I don't know if it was the same thing just to make them look uglier or something, but yeah. Yeah, there are some where it's like, I mean, some women just have like very like angular faces yeah. or like square jaws or whatever, but it's like... I yeah. Oh, yeah. My my next note at here actually is I think some of these witches are dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. So they've they've prepared essentially a sacrifice in Luke's little hotel friend Bruno, who is I was comparing this a lot in my notes to like Harry Potter mm. and like J.K. Rowling, famous turf, famous plagiarist. Like there are so oh. many things where it's like, well, that's from that and that's from that. Mm. I'm watching this. It's like. Did you get a lot of ideas from this movie, JK? Because <laughs> um, Bruno is absolutely Dudley Dursley. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Like, just but stereotypical, also, like, fat, spoiled kid. But is also um, from Willy Wonka. The oh, Augustus, Augustus Gloop? Yeah. He's a big, fat nincompoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so Bruno, who felt very Dudley Durs- Dursley to me is kind of going to be their, like, their sacrifice. And they lure him in with the promise of six whole chocolate bars. Yeah. And there's this whole kind of, like, 
lore where, oh, witches hate kids and the kids are so stinky to yeah. them. And so Bruno walks in and they're all like holding their nose like, oh, the stink of childhood. <laughs> and so he finally like walks in there. But Luke is watching this whole thing from behind, a, behind like a screen and he they don't smell him at all. Yeah, I know. It's definitely a... Until later when they do, like when, they, when it like helps the plot, then it's like, oh, it's stinky. And it's like, he's been in there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like... Did they have to get closer to him? Do they have to be really close to him to smell it? But, like, I, I don't know. He yeah. was pretty close to the stage. Yeah. When... It it reminded me of uh, this person that I know who, uh, like, tried uh, a buffalo burger once. And she was like, I ate it, and it was so good. And then um, once I found out that it was buffalo meat, I barfed. One of my, like, my best friend all through high school, her, she was never allowed to eat over or sleep over or anything her mom was very much like what's wrong with the food that i serve you oh, here geez. you don't need to go eat at somebody else's house yeah. what's wrong with your own bed you don't need to sleep at somebody my else's dad was house. like that oh really yeah like we like, still had sleepovers and stuff but oh, he was like why yeah. why does this no she happen? was not allowed to it was a very rare occasion where she'd have a meal at your place ah, yeah and i we had a big barbecue for my birthday one year and she mm-hmm. was allowed to have supper over oh, for this birthday wow. barbecue and my my family all hunts, so we had, yeah. you know, we had wild meat all the time and mm-hmm. didn't even really think about of it. Of course, yeah, it seems like so natural and normal. Yeah. And my dad would always make hamburgers that were half moose, half beef, because Ooh, you can't nice. make a burger out of all moose. It's Oh, no? There's no fat, so it, Oh, it's yeah, that makes dry. sense, yeah. So, yeah, he'd mix it half and half, and they were always so good. And I remember this friend eating this burger and yeah she was like like devouring it. Oh, oh this is the best burger uh, I've ever had and she was like halfway through it and said what does your dad do that they taste so good and I said oh I don't know maybe it's because it's half moose wouldn't touch another bite oh, and I'm fuck. like you were just like orgasm right? over this yeah. burger and yeah. now yeah so it feels like she probably, like, her family probably had, like, the driest probably, food ever. Yeah. She was like, oh, flavor. Right. I've heard of this before. Yeah. Man, I would fuck up a moose burger right mm. now. It's been a long time since we've had any moose. Yeah. Any My dad fun. was, like, a deer hunter. Like, yeah. he, he would always, like, deer that he'd bring home. Yeah. My grandma would hunt everything in every season. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, it was always a real treasure if you got a moose. Yeah. Which, like, when you think about it, because, like, neither one of us are hunters. So, like, no. it's so, like far removed from our experience but like you think about like a person and a moose yes like you know you have a firearm you can take it down quote-unquote easily enough but it's like how the fuck do you get that thing into your fucking truck and take it back to your garage yeah you have your quad with a winch on it and you I guess winch so. it back up into yeah. the truck and then you winch it up onto the rack. See, that's like I'm not super removed from it I've never pulled a trigger I've never mm-hmm. shot yeah uh, but I have helped butchering and making sausage mm, and yeah. yeah I've seen the whole process and yeah. stuff so I, yeah I do definitely and I you know and like I'm comfortable with yeah it. yeah um yeah I've never like shot a gun or anything before but like my dad has definitely like done the butchering like at home yeah, yeah. and there was one time when like probably like the last time he caught a deer um he was like butchering it and like preparing everything and uh, I walked into like just before I was about to walk into the house my mom was like oh just so you know there's some like deer slaughtering going on I was like oh okay like thanks for the heads up but like I'm okay 
And my sister's cat, Nico, was there and he kept like sneaking pieces of deer. And my dad was like, if you're going to do that, eat out of the garbage pile. Right. Stop eating yeah. the good meat. Well, yeah. And like at the farm, there was always just a garbage pile that the dogs came and yep. helped themselves. Yep. Um, we've gone so far off track again, Whatever. but I have one more story about <laughs> butchering deer. Um, my dad butchered one one year in our like back shed. And I remember... <laughs> Playing with the legs. <laughs> There's a tendon, and if you pull it, it <laughs> And then I, like, took a deer leg and walked up the neighbor's driveway. It was in the winter, so there was snow, and I, like, made deer prints <laughs> in the snow up the neighbor's driveway. <laughs> I love that. I don't think I would do that now, but, yeah, I used, to, I used to be right in there, like, when it was chicken butchering time or whatever, yeah. I'm just going to go play with my <laughs> disembodied deer leg now. You can do that with chicken feet, too. Oh, they, yeah. They'd curl up if you put Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I suppose anything that has a tendon attached to it would just, yeah. you know, kind of curl up. Oh, <laughs> wonders of the mammalian body. Um, So they, they finally, they get this, like, poison that is going to go into the chocolate, which is how it's going to turn all the kids into into mice so they can kill them i don't know why witches hate kids so much they just do yeah i don't know it's it's a funny thing because it's like we're gonna wipe out all the children okay and then what right like, yeah like okay you did that now we're just essentially wiping out the population of the earth if you do that yeah like, which so, maybe is the end goal but like it very specifically was children yeah it was weird um so bruno eats the chocolate and then he starts like turning into a mouse and i thought it was just gonna be like Oh no, guys! And then like smoke bomb, and then there's a little like mouse running around. No, it is fucking hideous the way yeah. this kid turns into a mouse. Like it is gross yeah. and like grotesque. Dark. Yeah, and it's like, ugh, I don't. What is happening here? Um, yeah, it they definitely um didn't. It wasn't smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and that's that was Jim Henson. Yeah. Um. His creature shop created three different size mice puppets. The A oh. mice were the size of actual mice being operated by almost hair-thin cables. The B oh. mice, also cable-controlled, were about the size of a very large rat. And the C type was a very expensive large hand puppet, about three feet tall. However, the wow. largest size was only used in about four shots, since the director found it difficult to cut from a close-up of a human to a close-up of ah, a mouse. okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so another part I didn't bring up before is just, like, the witches are fucking ugly. Oh, yeah. And, like, I get that it's, like, well, they're the bad guys, so we have to make them ugly. But it's, like, all of them are, like, warty and bald and have no toes and they're just, like, ugly. And then Angelica Houston is, like, extra crispy ugly. (laughs) Like, just, she's got this, like, giant hook nose and, like, her, like, her head seems bigger and just like these like big like a big mouth and just like super warty and it's like and then she has to like when she's like trying to like appear human she like kind of like puts her face back yeah. on basically and it's like how are you hiding that ginormous nose right under that um, mask and she's got like these like super like long hands and fingers yeah and, yeah um so in the 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 book it is very clear that like and i don't know if you would like if everybody would interpret this from the movie, but it is like made clear in the book that like witches are not humans. They're mm. disguising themselves yes, as humans, yeah. but they are a fantastical creature. This yeah. is not a human. And they have three fingers. 
Oh. They don't, their hands are not they're the Simpsons. human hands. But they're like long, like it's yeah. a thumb and then two big oh, long okay. kind of yeah. hooky fingers. Yeah. Um, and in the remake that they just did a couple years mm, ago, yeah. they incorporated that. Oh, so when okay. the witches were witches. Um, but then there was this big like hullabaloo. Like they had to issue this big apology and stuff because it was offensive to people with limb differences and and yeah and I'm like but it's not they're not humans like it's like if you had a movie of an alien that only had three fingers right like well are the Simpsons offensive because they only have three fucking fingers yeah what I thought you were gonna say was oh the way and especially in this movie, like the way Angelica Houston is portrayed with that like big hook nose and stuff, that feels a little bit like it's alluding to Jewish people. Mm. And it's like, mm, these people are bad. Look, look at the way they oh, look. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's like, that's not how I interpret it, but I understand that's how people would well, interpret yeah, that. Yeah. You know, like on Harry Potter, all the goblins look a certain way. And right. it's like, oh, she, because I, they, I feel like because they're like she bankers looks like a and they, goblin kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which. As much as I hate fucking J.K. Rowling, I do not think that she made the goblins the bankers because they look Jewish. Mm. I think that's just... I think now we're just looking for reasons to make her a bitch eating crackers. It's like there is enough that she does with her full chest that we can hate her about. Um, So speaking of Angelica Houston in that with the nose and everything, it took her eight hours of makeup to transform into that. I hear about that. Like Robert Englund had to be in a lot of makeup to be, to be Freddie and stuff. And it's like, what fucking time are you getting up to do right? that? Like that's a full work day and just sitting in the makeup chair and then you have to work. A full work day. Yeah. Like acting. And God, that just seems like a lot. Just a lot. Yeah. Um, Some commitment there. Yeah. So Bruno is a mouse and then it just like turns into chaos because uh, they're all like going crazy, like trying to stomp him. I don't, I feel like they could cut out the middleman and just like get a poison that is going to kill the kid. I know. Like, yeah. Just like we get the poison and we put the poison in the chocolate and then we get the kid to eat the chocolate and then the, the, the chocolate turns the kid into a mouse. And then once he's the mouse, then we can stomp him. It's like, you're witches. You have lasers that come out of your eyes. Yeah. Can't you just <laughs> laser his head off or right. something? Yes. Yeah. I definitely had that thought. Like, is, is this the, is this the council of the shittiest witches in Europe? Like, come on. This is this is this is what we like to call over engineering, right? <laughs> then they they notice that Lucas is there. Now it's like, oh yes, now it's now it smells like dog droppings. Yeah, and so they're like chasing him all over the place, all over the hotel, and no one stops to be <sighs> like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, Could you calm down, maybe? It's all the noise. Yeah, and so he ch- he runs like all over like the grounds outside, and and I I thought like the chase scene was over. Because it was like a new scene and there was like a lady sitting there with like her baby in a pram. And I was like, okay, like they've given up on the chase. And Angelica Houston like walks past and she's like, mm, a baby. And it's like, okay, well, she's not going to do anything like dastardly like out in the open. She pushes the pram down the hill. I I like was watching it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was shocked yeah. that they did that in the movie. Yeah. And like. Luke is like running and he like grabs it like just in time so it doesn't like go over the cliff. But it's like, holy shit, lady, you are fucking evil. Like you did that out in like daylight in front of the mother. Yeah. And then like the chase ensues and they're still chasing Luke. And it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is still happening. (laughs) And they show this scene after he rescues the baby. It's like, it's almost like from the vantage point of like 
a hotel window or something, but mm. you see him like out in the grounds and he runs like from the shore and up the hill and around this corner and into the hotel. And it takes like a minute and it's like, you didn't need to show all yeah, of this yeah. from like a really far vantage point. Like it was just like, this could have been cut. <laughs> <laughs> the, but they do finally catch Luke and uh, they're like, we're going to turn you into a mouse now. And each little vial of the poison has like 500 doses. Right. And it's like one drop, like you put it in the chocolate and like three drops and it happens like instantaneously. And they feed him all 500 yeah. doses. And it's like, that should kill him, I you feel. You would think. And, but no, he just turns him into a mouse. And I lost my mind. Because I was not expecting that mouse to be so cute. Right. I did not realize that we were suddenly in Stuart Little Land. <laughs> and this movie took a sharp turn at this point. Because I was like... I want more mouse, Luke. It is so fucking cute. It for is as very much cute. As I his hate, little, like, yeah, his little face is very yes, cute. For as much as I hate like, like children's programming or whatever, I fuck with some Stuart Little. <laughs> it is so fucking yeah, cute. I like it too. And and yeah, just like little mousy Luke. I when he when he like first kind of like they show like a pile of clothes and they kind of like there's like a camera angle like almost. Like from in a pant leg, yeah. and that kind of comes out, and then it shows him. I rewound it three times oh. and watched it. Oh. It was just so cute. That's I just so good. loved it. The uh, so the the like the vial of the poison. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I have always like since I was a little kid watching this, and even <laughs> even now watching it a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with the bottles that the poison is in. Mm. I don't know. I just love them. I'm like, I just want like perfume in those bottles Ooh, or something. Oh, yeah, like. for sure. We pivot and we have a new scene where Mr. 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 Bean, he's always going to be Mr. Bean. I don't even know what his name is in this movie. It's Mr. Bean. Yeah, I'm good with that. And he's coming out of a hotel room with one of the maids and they're like talking. And he's like, oh, no, this maid has been with me all afternoon. I mean, I was just talking to her and it's like. Were you fucking the maid totally. all afternoon in this hotel room, in this children's movie? A hundred percent. Mr. Bean, that is not very family friendly. And so then we, we go back and we see uh, the, high, the high grand witch, the grand, grand high, high witch. witch. Uh, we see her room, which is like rad. It has like Louis Vuitton trunks yeah. in it, like way before Louis Vuitton was ever popular. And it's like fashion got forward. Taste. Hell yeah. And she has this black cat because... <clears throat> um, Mouse Bruno and Mouse Luke are very like, oh, I hope we don't find any cats. Like, yeah. they'll eat us. And so naturally she has a cat, which also, she's a witch. Also, there's a sleeping cat right next to me. <laughs> so, you know, it tracks. And um, it's all like hissing at, at like the mice or whatever. But it sounds like a jaguar. Yeah. It's like, rawr, 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 rawr. Yeah. It's like, have you ever heard a cat before? It doesn't. Yeah, they needed to make it sound extra evil. I think. Yeah, like cats make like growly noises. Yeah. I've heard that before, but... Not like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So they're showing like kind of different like parts of the witch's room and they show like her human face, like the mask on a like kind of like a, like a mannequin head. Yeah. And it's like, this feels very leather face all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that the cat's name is Liebchen. Yes. It's so cute. For until basically like this point, I was sure that witch was French. Oh, no. Yeah. Because very soon after she gets into the hotel, she's saying to her little, like, 
assistant or whatever, like, allez, allez. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, she's saying, like, French, like, go, go. So I assumed that she was French. And, like, the accent was kind of, like, all over the place throughout bit, the yeah. movie. And then she calls the, the cat Liebchen, and she says something else about Germany or, like, in German. And it's like, so you're German? Yeah. But... Does your accent know that? But like for you're not the most always... part, I I feel like it's yeah, it's yeah, because like I definitely thought she was French for a long mm. time, and then she did a couple of things, and I was like, but no, yeah, I don't know. There are mouse traps all over this uh, hotel, and they were making me uh, nervous. <laughs> um, another thing that never really like came to fruition. I thought like at the very least, like William and Mary would get stuck in this mouse oh, trap. Oh yeah, and William and Mary aren't like people mice like they don't understand bruno and luke no they don't they don't talk they're just like no we're just like regular mice. we're actual mice yeah yeah i thought for sure like once they had like shrunk down to mouse size they'd be like oh sweet we can like talk to communicate each other now, now yeah. yeah but no william and william and mary are still just like no we're just mice we just do mouse stuff um bruno's parents are like the very like stereotypical like rich people like yeah servers are like our servants and you know they're very like snapping their fingers yes. at the waiter yeah. and all that bullshit but the dad says to grandma because grandma's like hey like there are witches um it turned your kid into a mouse like he's in my purse and the dad says to her are you crackers <laughs> and it's like i love that yeah i because like i do i try to stay away from even though i say it all the fucking time i try to like stay away from saying like that's crazy are you i know crazy? yeah but it's like sometimes that's just the word that fits and i feel like as a person who is on psychiatric medication <laughs> i'm allowed to call like say that things are crazy because i don't know like that doesn't like offend me at all like yeah you know it's like i would never call a quote-unquote crazy person crazy right you know yeah. maybe that maybe that's the thing that in 20 years it'll be like i can't yeah, believe i said yeah, that maybe but it's like crackers I'm going to start saying that. Like, that's crackers. I like it. It's Yeah, it was so funny. I have started saying that's wild. What, what, I like that. Yeah. yeah. That is just wickedy wild. <laughs> um, and so then we go into the kitchen where they're preparing this, like, grand feast for the witches. And um, most Luke is there. And it's like, I'm going to try and, like, get the poison into the soup that the witches are going to eat. And then we're going to turn them all into mice. And so he's having all these, like, escapades yeah. in the in the kitchen and he gets into the chef's pants and the chef is like losing his mind. And they're like, there's like three people around him trying to like get the mouse or like chase yeah. it out or whatever. And then finally Mr. Bean is just like, well, take the pants off. And so he like takes his pants off and there's like, with their like weird, like Dutch angles and like close ups. there's like a big close up just like on his, like on the chef's like butt with like his legs and, the yeah. and his boxers. And it's like, <laughs> That was a choice. Yeah. And then Mr. Bean just like picks up his pants at the end. And he's like, well, there's nothing much in here. And it's like, I see That's what you're doing there, a, right? Yeah. yeah. Double on top. Yeah, right. So all the witches eat the soup and they all turn into mice, which is like, oh, I thought this was only going to work like on kids. Mm. Like I didn't realize that like anyone. anyone. Yeah. Because at that point then, why don't you just turn everyone into mice? Like why, why are you focusing on kids? I don't know. The whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely there are many some. questions. Yeah. Um, and the Grand High Witch, like, just, like, she eats it, she eats the, the soup, and she's, like, 
just started to turn into a into a mouse so she already looks kind of like witchy with like her like witch makeup on and then she's like just starting the transformation and she looks like a skexy totally 100 yeah. percent, yeah and i i had to i didn't like i don't like to like look up anything on like google or wikipedia or in uh, imdb like while i'm watching yeah. the movie but i had to look up like one little thing and then i like started like looking at like pictures and there's a picture in IMDb of her, like, as she's, like, turned, like, once she's, like, fully formed in the mouse. Mm-hmm. And the caption is just Angelica Houston in a still from The Witches. And it's just, like, a picture of the mouse, though. <laughs> it's like, well, that's Angelica like, Houston, I don't though. think that's Angelica Houston. <laughs> it was like She didn't someone... actually turn into a mouse. <laughs> it's like, someone has a sense of humor, and I like it. <laughs> um, and then just to take us back to what year we're watching this movie in they deliver little bruno the mouse to the parents after like the mom has had like 18 fainting spells about yeah. eek a mouse and he and like bruno's like just taking it on the chin he's like mom look at me i'm a mouse yeah. i don't have to go to school anymore yeah, yeah like yeah. I, i'm like totally cool and he's like i know well, you always going. you always wanted me to lose weight and now i just like eat a couple of like grapes a day or whatever it's like isn't this better and like earlier in the movie the mom was like oh he's gotta lose some weight and it's like and even Bruno. when uh, when the grandma hands Bruno to the parents, she says he needs to go on a diet. Yes, and it's like, no, it's that ten little kid. kid doesn't need to go on a diet. Leave Bruno alone. Justice for Bruno. <laughs> so, but so that kind of like wraps up at the at the hotel. Um, the media doesn't show up about if nothing else a mice a mouse infestation. Like right. they're just like, well. Let's go home. And I was like, I thought that was the end, like, mm. right then. I was like, so Luke is just a mouse now? And he's totally down with and just And he is. A he's mouse. like, I got, like, all this, like, I made, like, a sick, like, Lego car or something. And I've got, like, all my, like, habit trail, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's this is totally rad. There's one part where he, like, tucks himself into bed at night. And he's just, like, laying on his back in his little, like, bed. And I was like, <laughs> I cannot handle how cute this Aww. is. And then there's, like, a knock at the door, and this, like, big, like, Louis Vuitton trunk gets delivered. And the grandma's just like, I didn't order anything, but, well, come in the house. Like, come in the house, strange men with a strange trunk. And they deliver it. And she's, like, opening it. And she's like, I still didn't, like, order anything. And she's, like, opening the trunk. And it's like, then don't open it. Like, what do you? I feel like that's a very now For sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, There could be anthrax in there. Yeah. Um, so she opens it and it is just like packed to the gills with money that the Grand High Witch had just because she like wanted to take all this money and get everyone to open like chocolate shops again with the over, the over engineering, like, okay, here's what you're all going to do. You're all going to go back to your towns. You're going to quit your job. I'm going to give you all this money. You're going to buy the candy shop. You're going to put all this candy in it. The candy is poison. You're going to feed. And it's like, oh my God. Or like, even if you want to stick with the turn all the kids to mice, like get a job in elementary schools in the kitchen and put it right? in their right? lunches like yeah, yeah there, there are other ways like you don't have to always be doing the most <laughs> um so yeah so there's like just a trunk of money and luke is like oh yeah i arranged that i as a two-inch mouse arranged to have this sent to our house he did but how because before they left the hotel yeah he had his grandma write out um an address card with their address on it. And then he ran um, and put it on the trunk. 
Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did the mouse just talk to Mr. Bean and be like, we need to have this sent to our house? Like, okay. I, I missed that part. I was like, what do you mean you arranged for that? To <laughs> um, and then the the blonde witch who was uh, Angelica Houston's like assistant who like just before they go to have dinner, she's like, I quit. Like, yeah. I can't even like enjoy dinner with you guys. Like, get fucked. I'm leaving. Yeah. And she uses her eye lasers <laughs> to turn Luke back into a real boy. And he's he was like laying in bed and he kind of like sits up and he's like, huh? And then like the eye lasers come in and like turn him back into into like boy Luke. And so like mice don't wear clothes. Right. Yeah. So he's like sitting up and you just kind of see like from like shoulders up. And you can see like his shoulders are naked. And it's like, oh yeah, of course. Like mice don't wear clothes. And then they do this weird thing where he like is catapulted out of bed and he's not wearing any clothes, but they do this weird like, like lens flare thing yeah. around his junk. And it's like, you could, you didn't need to do that. Right. Yeah. We could have, we could have figured like, out we, yeah, a like few just, alternatives just to this. Just seeing like from shoulders up, like, oh yeah, he's naked. So like, just move on from there. Yeah. We don't need to see him like catapulted out of bed with like very obviously no pants on but yeah um so then my last note is just that was a fever dream it was just (laughs) it was bonkers it was a bonkers bonkers movie um i originally gave it four mice traps out of 10 and then i was like no five mice traps out of 10 for the simple fact that those mice are so fucking cute (laughs) well hopefully it was at least a little fun to watch a fever dream yeah, once the once like once Luke got turned into a mouse, I was like, I'm fucking here for this. Like, every, every time he wasn't on screen, I'm like, what's Mouse Luke doing right Aww. now? Yeah. Um, okay, well, I do have a few other facts that that I didn't shoehorn in, so I'm just gonna okay. read on through them. Sure. Um, so after a test screening, Roald Dahl angrily expressed to the producers how appalled he was oh. at the vulgarity and the bad taste and the actual terror in certain parts of the film. Hmm. He demanded his name and the title be removed from the film prior to the release, but after receiving an apologetic, complimentary letter from Jim Hansen, Dahl grudgingly withdrew his threat. Oh, interesting. He sounds like a bit of a curmudgeon. I think so, yeah. Yeah. For somebody who wrote children's literature right right? yeah yeah this was the last film that henson um personally oversaw oh really uh it was released in the united kingdom on the 25th of may 1990 over a week after the death of jim henson Um, oh i didn't realize he died like that long ago i thought it was like mid 90s um may 16th 1990 oh wow however he did get to see the positive responses from the test screen oh nice that's good at least yeah yeah so he, he wasn't involved in the greatest movie of all time, Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh. Huh. I think he set up a pretty good workshop, though. Oh, for sure. That, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. his legacy yes. has been respected. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we used to watch the Jim Henson Hour. Like, I love Oh, Jim yeah. Henson. Yeah, for sure. So my last little fact, I just thought this was cute. Um, the German title is Hexen Hexen, which literally ah, translates to witches, witches. witches practicing witchcraft. Ah, <laughs> so witches be witching. Yeah. So I've like discovered a new YouTube channel, which is not new, but it's like new to me. Do you ever watch the YouTube channel or know who Jamie French is? No. She is delightful and she's my new internet best friend. <laughs> um and I realize like she does a lot of like dumb movie reviews. Like here's this mm-hmm. stupid piece mm-hmm. of shit that I'm gonna like watch and make fun of it. 
And her setup is like so similar to ours. Like I'm going to like troll it through the entire thing and then do like, this is what the, what the box office was. Mm -hmm. And like, these are the reviews. And this is what like Roger Ebert had to say. And it's like, this is, this is like our, our podcast. Nice. And then she like, we really need to be internet best friends with her then. And then she like does her makeup Mm. while she's like doing it or whatnot. Um, and then I realized, cause I like found her on Instagram and I went through and do you remember, this is like such a niche thing, but a couple of years ago at like the height of the pandemic, there was kind of sort of a makeup trend, but it was like just like the odd person was just like trying it out where you do like the top part of your makeup normally. And then on your nose, you draw like a little mouth and like a little nose yes, and then yeah, you yeah. like bring like, like your... <gasps> She's the person that did that. Okay, I know who she is. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I just scared and I was like, hey, she's doing the thing. Oh my God, she's like the original girl that did yeah, that. Yeah, I 100% know who you're talking about now. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad with names. Oh, yeah. yeah. But she is just like so funny. Yeah, and just s- like such a like, like a genuine person, not like this is a personality I'm putting right, on. She's just yeah. like, I'm just, you know, like a big goofball. <laughs> and every time she wants to like make like a funny joke, she says it like Jennifer Coolidge and she does it like so well. And she's just like my new favorite person. Um, she was watching a movie the other day and making fun of it because they were eating pickle and peanut butter sandwiches. And she's like, oh, what a garbage dump sandwich. And I was like, uh-uh, it's so delicious. good. Yeah. And I had to have it for lunch yesterday. I was, was just so going to say, now that's going to be my lunch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if no one has had it, dill pickles and uh, peanut butter is genuinely so delicious. I see a lot of people like try it online and not like it, but I think that they do it wrong. <laughs> ah, you're not enjoying sandwiches right. Well, so if I say peanut butter and pickle, yeah, you're going to envision like bread and butter pickles or sweet pickles or something oh, because maybe. you know, like you usually have sweet with peanut butter, but yeah. no, peanut butter, yes, preferably smooth. And I mean, I like a crunchy peanut no, butter, but for a peanut butter and pickle sandwich, mm-hmm. you want soft bread. Yep. Smooth peanut butter yep. and dill pickles. Yes. Yeah, you got to have that like sweet and salty kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, and the crunch. Oh, it's so mm. good. I might have that for lunch again today. That's so good. That fucking slaps. <laughs> but now bussin'. I have to. It is bussin'. <laughs> but now I have to ask, wouldst thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Would thou like the taste of peanut butter? <laughs> so i had you watch the witch or as i like to call it the vivid the vivid yes i even have a comment about that <laughs> did you know anything about it going into it i had a hunch it was about a witch oh interesting that's it oh, okay well the witch is a 2015 movie it was written and directed by robert eggers this was his first feature mm. film that he directed. It stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Ineson, and Kate Dickey. It had a budget of $4 million and made $40.4 million wow. at the box office. Good for it. Yeah. Um, it was also Anya Taylor-Joy's first uh, oh. big screen film as well. Um, it had a 90% score on Rotten Tomatoes on the tomato meter and a 60% audience score. Metacritic had an 84 Metascore and a 7.4 user score. Uncle Raj gave it three and a half stars out of four. Although mm. when I looked, I realized it wasn't Uncle Raj that did it. It was like yeah. someone writing for UncleRaj.com. Yeah, because that would have been like just before he yeah. died, I think. Yeah. 
So um, I didn't write down like who the writer was mm. for UncleRaj.com, but someone who was writing for that says, uh, Eggers' hyper-mannered camera work draws you in by evoking Johannes Vermeer's portraits and the landscape paintings of Andrew Wyeth. There's also an overt reference to one of Francisco Goya's more famous paintings. The complex sound design and controlled editing also help establish a mood that is paradoxically both inviting and somber. The witch draws you in so well that you won't realize its creators have been broadcasting exactly where they're taking you. Let's see. Oh, I did write it down. Uh, Simon Abrams was writing for UncleRaj.com. Mm. Um, and it is UncleRaj.com. Like, what else would you call that website? It's not RogerEber.com. No, no. It's UncleRaj.com. Um, and then uh, Rumorg Magazine said it was one of the best movies about black magic ever made. Mm. And Bloody Disgusting uh, did not give it a something out of something, even though they sometimes do and they sometimes don't. And it really bugs me. In yeah. case you haven't noticed. I, this is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> but they say, an excellent use of religion as fear tactic. Mm-hmm. The witch plays on the terrors of the time as much as it does the witchcraft, creating a scary foreign world for naive newcomers who have grown accustomed to England's safer shores and punishing those who rely on their faith as a way of explaining that which they do not know. Off to a triumphant start... Director Eggers has eerily crafted what is easily one of the best horror movies to come out in the past 10 years and possibly one of the greatest witch stories of all time. I do have a fair amount of fun facts, actually, but why don't you go ahead and give me a synopsis? So a young woman, Thomason, lives with her family um, in early New England. I'm going to pause my synopsis to say I am terrible with, like, time frames and history and stuff like that. So I don't actually know, like what year kind of this would... I don't would... know the year, but it was like early 1600s. Okay. Yeah. They've been exiled from their community and live in isolation. One day while watching her baby brother, he disappears, sending her family into turmoil. Was it a wolf or something more sinister? Another of her brothers disappears in the woods and later turns up witched. Um, and as Thomason was the last to be seen with him, as she was with the baby, her family starts to turn on her and suspect her. Uh, she tries to convince them that it's actually her younger siblings who are communicating with a demon or the devil through their goat, who they have a strange relationship with. <laughs> um, all of the family perishes in the end, except for Thomason, who is now alone and hopeless and decides to make a deal with the goat to live happily ever after. Deliciously. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of my favorite fun facts about this is that this was all shot in natural light or like the available mm. light to kind of give like the the like the feeling of the early 1600s mm, mm-hmm. so once it got dark outside they were done filming for the night mm. unless there was like a film like a part that like it needed to happen right. in the dark yeah. and then they shot like by candlelight oh wow like it was like that's cool yeah it was like very natural i was very aware of the lighting in this movie yeah because it, it there are lots of scenes where like maybe it's overcast or mm-hmm. or um, like it has a kind of a gray feel, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't get that overall like dark feeling. Yeah, that's what I like. There was like no real like lighting, but it wasn't dark like the yeah. way you hate yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hate it at all. Yeah, in fact, I found the lighting very effective in this yeah. movie. I was yeah. very aware of it, and yeah. I and I liked it. So it just goes to show, like, if you want it dark, it doesn't have to. Like, there's a way to do it. I, you know, and I think a lot of those movies that are shot so dark. It's done intentionally. Like, they're trying yeah. to accomplish something, yes. but it's, like, just accomplishing pissing me off. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Uh, this was all filmed in a town called Kiosk in Ontario, oh. which is near Algonquin National Park. Oh, cool. Um, they say it was filmed up or up north or like in northern Ontario. And so I looked up where Kiosk was and it's like, Ontario is such a big province yeah. that it's like, that is not what I would call north. You know, like, it's not in Toronto, but it's definitely like, I feel like there's like, half a province yet past kiosk i feel like that is similar to saskatchewan where like you know by the time you get up to like tisdale prince albert stuff you feel like that's north and you're already in like a lot of bush and stuff yeah but that's not even halfway up the province so yeah like i i would always when we were going up to the farm i'd say i'm going up north this weekend and i mean i'm traveling in a northerly direction but it is not up north yeah like when i think of like camping in pa i think of like camping up north and it's like that's like central like yeah, there's like yeah. half a province past yeah, that totally that has like two roads on google maps if you <laughs> right. ever try to like google map it there's like two roads yeah. on street view and yeah. the rest is like it's just bush there's nothing for you don't need to see anything up there yep um i would still love to visit but it feels like very remote up there very remote i feel like you'd have to have a really good guide who could get you in yeah places yeah and stuff. like my dad used to go fishing like at jan lake yeah my dad too, and it's actually. like that's like way the fuck up yeah. there. Yeah. I um yeah, I went to Jan like a couple times. Um and I just remember being so tickled that uh it was called Jan. Oh like, yes. Because my course. mother's name is Jan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I have a few other uh fun facts that'll probably get uh sprinkled in as we go. So tell me all your thoughts and feelings on the Vivage. I've never actually seen anything with Anya Taylor Joy in it, but I like mm-hmm. her. Like there's She's got a, there's something about her quality. Yes. I really, I, I have other stuff with her on my list of like, I'm going to watch that someday, mm. but like, I never watch anything these days. So, oh. um, you should see The Queen's Gambit. That's it's the number really one. Yeah. That's, yes. That's, and, and I've had to start writing these things down. I keep a little notebook with me that when I think of a movie mm. or a mm-hmm. book or a song or a, just something that I'm like, I want to remember to consume mm. this. Yes. Um, I have to write it down because then when I'm actually sitting, scrolling, like I've actually got some time to sit and watch yeah. something. Yeah. It oh, all falls out of my yeah, head. Yeah, But yeah, anyway, I, I, I like her. So, mm-hmm. And then my my second comment is Vivich. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, is it like Old English or German or something like that? Yeah, so it's Old English. And what the deal is, is um, everything was done with, um, like they tried to stay as like period specific mm-hmm. as possible. And at that time, like in the early 1600s, well, of course, we used the W sound. We didn't have in the English alphabet a W. Oh, okay. So we used a double V hmm. in w. place. A W, yeah, in en français. It's kind of like when you look at like really old texts and it looks like an S, but it's actually an F. Mm, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like that. Like they haven't right. like developed right. all, of the, all of the alphabet yet. So one of the, the very first scene, we see them kind of getting exiled from their, their town, mm-hmm. um, which establishes them like living out in isolation yeah. in these dangerous woods and whatever. Yeah. Um, and then very quickly, we see Thomason kind of like being responsible for her baby brother, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, seems kind of like right off the bat before even anything crazy happens, seems like her mom kind of isn't really warm to her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she's watching the baby and she's playing peekaboo and like the way they established oh, okay. that, I'm like a hundred, this baby's yeah. about to disappear. Yeah. <clears throat> or like something bad is going to happen with this baby. Yeah. Sure. I, I strongly felt he was going to mm. disappear. Yeah. Um, 
And very much in the way that he did that one time she was going to take her hands yeah. off her eyes yeah. and he was just, just going to not be there. Yeah. And they chalk it up to a wolf, but it's like, yeah. I feel like she probably knows right off the bat. Like, there mm. was no wolf. She would have heard yes, something. absolutely. Her eyes weren't covered for that long. Yes. This was something, yes. something else. Something otherworldly. Yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like at that point in time, I mean, I guess at that point in time, witches were widely discussed absolutely so, they, know, they, so maybe they that definitely was that... believed that like witches are a thing yeah and like if something goes wrong it's because a witch specifically did a thing yeah yeah but then i was like man can you imagine having to go back and tell your parents that you lost their baby right like yeah i was i just felt sick thinking oh, about for that. sure yeah and like you know would your parents ever see you the same oh, even if it yeah. was 100 percent not your fault if yeah. they were in your care like oh yeah, even like in modern time, like I feel like if I, you know, because I have a head full of intrusive thoughts at oh, yeah, all times, too. I think like, what if I was like watching my niece one day and something awful happened? Like, even if it was an accident, yeah. like my sister would never forgive me. And I feel like rightfully so. Like, how how would you ever like Get have the that. same relationship yeah. with that person after that? Um. Oh yeah. Anytime I've like been responsible for any of my friends or family's kids, it's... Yeah. it's yeah intrusive thoughts absolutely yeah so then we see a brief scene you don't see much of the witch in this no but we see a brief scene with her with the baby Mm -hmm. and a knife and then she's and i'm like so it kind of looks like she's maybe like just cutting off his willy (laughs) um so i wasn't sure like did you kill the baby are you like circumcising him and using his foreskin for a Ah, ritual of some sort and it's like no i'm pretty sure she there was a lot of goop that she was chopping up there so that was was, definitely eating that baby yeah Yeah. and rubbing it all over her yeah that was a a very grim scene yes very early so i was kind of at that point not sure what to expect this movie ended up not being as like with that scene i was like really expecting to see a lot of get like really extreme yeah yeah and it it relied a lot more on like suspense and suspicion and Mm -hmm. like unsettling feelings than being like a gruesome horror movie yeah which is like so true to that time period too it's like oh a witch did a witch well where's the witch well i don't know but there's a witch Um, and a witch clearly did something yeah can you see the witch no but there's a witch just trust me there's a witch and witches do things it uh it was really um i thought that that aspect of it was really well done where Mm -hmm. just like the planting seeds of doubt mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. building up that mm-hmm. unsettled feeling i thought that was it was handled really well yeah um when you said that this was the director's first movie i was like oh good for you yeah, like absolutely. yeah right off the bat i'm like i appreciate you texting me and saying put the captions on yes um i love listening to that old english i yeah. like i i loved loved mm-hmm. listening to them speak through the whole movie yeah but yes the the captions the subtitles were very helpful <laughs> yeah because they, they they studied a lot of like old like texts and whatnot and a lot of the dialogue was pulled from like actual like diaries and like uh like literature from the time yeah i saw there was a comment at the yeah end about that. so but like i watched this in the theater and i remember leaving the theater being like that was fucking dumb and i think part of it was because 
there were no like captions yeah. on at the theater. And so I watched it this time just because like captions are always on on my TV yeah. and watching it. And I was like reading along with a lot of it. And I was like, I got a lot more out of the movie this time. And it's like, I think it's because I like know more what they're saying yeah, this time. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. You can make sense of it a bit more. I Yeah, I have started much more often leaving the captions on. Mm. Um, but I hadn't yet, because this was on a, a new app that I ah, hadn't installed yet, yeah. so I hadn't set up the settings or anything. But sidebar, I learned a trick. I haven't tried it yet, but mm. I'm going to for um, changing your settings on like your Netflix for sure. I would imagine other streaming services mm-hmm. have similar. The reason that the, like the, the reason that I have trouble with like needing the subtitles and stuff is mm-hmm. because the, when the music gets so loud or like the sound effects get so loud, I have mm-hmm. to turn it right down and then I'm either going up and down and up and yeah, down or yeah. the dialogue is too quiet and I just live with the dialogue oh, being too quiet. Yeah. But there's a setting that you can change to tell your Netflix that you don't have surround sound. Oh. And then it balances the, oh, that's good to the know. sound a lot more. So I'm going to give that a try. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not that I dislike having the subtitles on, but... Yeah, it would be nice to have a little bit more of yeah. a, a balance. So, oh, yeah, for sure. I will try it and I will report that. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, yeah, so thank you for the heads up. Yeah. It's really striking seeing things from this period of time. And this movie was really, really good at this, at like how formal everything is. Like how yes. there's no slang. Like slang no. didn't exist no. yet, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I cannot. There's nothing that I can't. can't yeah, I, I cannot. cannot. Or, yeah. um, or even just the way they address each other, and yes. their, their parents and stuff. Yeah. Everything is so formal. Yeah. And sometimes, like, where they place the verb. Yes. It's like, oh, that's an, like, I know what you're saying. And you don't sound like Yoda, but it's not the way we would say yes. it now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really interesting seeing stuff in Old English that, like, you realize how much language changes. Oh, yeah. And it really makes me, I've, you know, I've actually, like, I've heard some podcasts talking about this, and and it's something I think about a lot, too, where I get a little bit less snobby about mm-hmm. people using words differently yeah. than what they were intended mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, yeah. um, I listened to Armchair Expert the other day with... Mm-hmm. Uh, a linguist who wrote a book called like literally dude and it was all like arguments for why it's fine to say like in conversation Mm, and the different ways that it's used and and um yeah and how people say literally these days when it's not literally like my head literally exploded well no it didn't it didn't yeah it it did you know like like, the word literal is people are taking it too literally yeah yeah so it's it's interesting to see people speaking in that old language that mm-hmm. that yeah it's like language evolves it's Absolutely. what it does so yeah. these words that we're using now differently than we did 10 years ago yeah it's just language evolving absolutely naturally. yes yeah so I I definitely would have been somebody who like 10 years ago if you said my head literally exploded I'd go actually um actually yeah. yeah yeah and now I'm just like mm. yeah and I mean we say like a lot I say like a lot and I'm very, like, conscious of it, not just because, like, I'm editing the podcast and it's, like, I can take out five of those likes in one <laughs> sentence and, like, cobble it back together. But I have a friend who is, like, very, like, academic mm. and very, like, masters of, like, library science, like, mm, yeah, a yeah. smart lady. And I really, like, 
she's a wonderful person and would never be like, um, you sound a little stupid right now. Yeah. But I am like very conscious yeah. of not saying like around her. That's so funny. And I know like she doesn't give a shit, but it's like, no, no, no. This is like my smart friend. Yeah. So I have to like not like say like a lot. Like. <laughs> I was gonna say the amount of likes in that last I sentence know. was <laughs> sometimes I just like let myself go when I'm talking to her, and other times I'm like so conscious yeah. of it. But it's funny how you like mod- <laughs> <laughs> modify, you know, based on your audience, Absolutely. you're more yeah. aware of certain things. Um anyway. Um I was an English major, so I do like language and I mean mm-hmm. only for a year. I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's just to explain the side of things that my mind goes to. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that kind of language stuff. Um, like we even talked, we were, she and I were actually just talking last week about um, how people get all, all up in arms when people use the pronoun they. Oh, And it's yes. like, you can't use they singularly, blah, blah, blah. And when people start, first started like doing that, I was one of those people. It's like, no, they is like collectively, you can't apply they to like one person. Cut to 10 years later, they is one of my pronouns. Like, right, you know, yeah. like it changes so much. Yeah. Um, and like, I think there's a record of they being used singularly in mm-hmm. like the 1300s. Absolutely. Something yes. like it's that. It's so always it's, yeah. been a thing. Yeah. Yes. So I went for a good chunk now that I didn't actually write any notes. There are mm-hmm. a few big gaps, but yeah. the last, the next thing where I was like wanting to document stuff was when um, Thomason is at the, Brooke cleaning her dad's clothes and her little yeah. sister is there and she's like taunting her and the, those littlest the twins shitheads so obnoxious yes um and so she was saying that you know she thinks Thomason is the witch so then she plays along and she like scares the little yes. kid and stuff I'm yeah. like good that yeah absolutely deserve to get yeah. fucking scared they were yeah I'm like those kids are such brats they are they're just the worst um and like Thomason gets shit for it all the time because it's like the mom's always like, take care of your kids, like what or take care of your brother and sister. Like, why are they out here? Why are they doing this? And it's like, they're not gonna fucking listen to Thomason. Yeah, like she, that is not on Thomason. Yeah, she tries, and it's like, maybe yeah. you didn't raise such fucking brats. Right? And you know, the the funny thing about the kids being such brats to me, and like the little songs that they sing to the goat and stuff. Black Philip, Black Philip. But yeah. like some of the like actual words that they're saying that yeah. are are really like ungodly yes and the family is so uber religious that like i don't understand how those kids weren't like like honestly at that point in time if your kids were like blasphemous like that oh yeah you'd have tanned their ass absolutely yes Um, yeah so yeah and they were just like don't sing that song yeah and then they just like literally turned around and kept singing it it's like yeah every single fucking worst every single time let's turn them into mice Right? Exactly. And just stomp on them. Um, every single time those kids were told not to do something, they just yeah. kept doing yeah. it. And I was like, you're the fucking worst. I hate you all. And it's not like, like, yes, there were a lot of kids in that family, but not so many that it's like, oh, I can't control the twins. Like, yeah, I have this not to a do. 19 kids and counting situation. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like the older one parents the younger one. who mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Then later that, that evening, um, they're having supper and... She hasn't bed down the sheep yet, which of course is also her job. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Like this poor girl gets shit for everything, but she is a very like dutiful daughter. She is very much so. Um, yeah. Very obedient. Yep. And, but yeah, so she goes to, outside to bed down the sheep and it's dark mm-hmm. and it was hella creepy. It was. Yes. 
And then she sees the this rabbit in the in the goat shed. Mm-hmm. And that rabbit appears a few times and I'm like, yeah. What is at this point I'm like what is with the rabbit? Yeah, well, the rabbit is considered like one of like the magical like animals oh. in like the witching world. It's kind of like a like a oh, I can't like I don't know what the word is, but kind of like a like when you see the rabbit, it's like there is magic afoot, kind okay. of. Yeah, um, I figured. Yeah, like I figured that there was significance to the animals the the rabbit and like the the goat i feel yes. like the goat is like very a real like symbol demonic of, yeah, yeah yeah and interestingly the rabbit is like my familiar um oh I, people would say spirit animal yeah, yeah. Say spirit animal. but um yeah i was like i never was like like i must have a spirit animal because really if i was gonna have one it was gonna be a fucking cat right but i was uh sidebar on sidebars i'm gonna tell another fucking story now I was like stupid broke when I lived in that like shitty apartment on Shepherd. Mm-hmm. And I was like just like looking out the window one day and there was like a rabbit there. And it got up and it hopped away and I was like, "Oh, what do I what do I see like that the rabbit was sitting on? Like it's it was like a weird like piece of paper or something." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, let's take out the garbage later." So I'll like walk over there and look at it. And it was a $20 bill. Oh. And I was like, "Oh shit, like I'm fucking broke. I'll take this." It happened two more times. Oh my god. And, like, when I picked up, like, the 20, like, there was no other money there. Two more days in a row, hmm. that rabbit left money for me. Wow. So, like, the rat, like, when I, whenever I'm, like, lost or something, like, I've been, like, in the graveyard, like, looking for a specific grave. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, I've, like, looked everywhere and I cannot find, like, my grandma's grave or right. whatever. And it's, like, oh, there's a rabbit. I will follow the rabbit. Yeah. And, like, the rabbit, like, kind of leads me right there. It's like the crow in American Quilt. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law. <clears throat> Felt like that with crows. Mm-hmm. And so my husband now has a, a big tattoo of a crow. As oh, yeah, that's right. Friend. Yeah, and every time we see a crow, we say, oh, hi, mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and like anytime we're like out in unfamiliar areas or anything, we, we often see crows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, of course, crows are kind of ubiquitous. Yes, but yeah. like um, in but very I mean, like, specific. So are rabbits. And, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, just in very like specific yep, places. For sure. And, yeah. Um, I have yet to see Black Philip in my travels. Though, well, that's, that's okay. Probably good. Yes. Don't, uh, if he offers you any butter, don't take it. I love butter. Butter is so good. Yes. I'm like, every moment of every day is God, 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 God. Like, <laughs> like literally every, every conversation, mm-hmm. every yes. thought is, yeah. I can't imagine. Like, and you know, it's so easy to say like, oh, if I were in that time, I, but like, yeah. absolutely. A hundred percent. I would. I would behave like that yeah, as well. We're, because, we're a product of our time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's so foreign to think about. And I mean, yes. I know there are people who in this day For and sure. age are yeah. so. But it was like everyone yeah. back then. Yeah. It was, there was no question. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. And actually like in this movie, the mom does start to question her faith a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, understandably. Like, For sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's just a, uh, this is how it is. Yeah. And. and not a thought goes through your head without thinking about God. Yes. Yeah. Like this is happening because like God wills it or God is punishing yeah. me or God is yeah. testing me. And just a random observation. Mm. I love the costuming. The costuming is so good. It's so good. Like the, the detail in the stitches and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Even the, um, the scene where she's got the baby and they're playing peekaboo and the kind of jumper that he's in and yes. stuff. It's so like, it just felt so 
accurate. Yeah, just so authentic. Um, the costumes were, of course, all made for production. Um, they were all natural fibers. They were like wool, linen, hemp. Yeah. Um, not a lot of cotton because cotton wasn't like a huge crop yet, mm. but like lots of like linen and yeah. hemp. And it was like, I guess the costume designer read like 35 books oh, on, wow. like, on like historical costuming from that time to like get it all. Yeah. It was like done. And she kept going back for like more money to the budget. It's like, <laughs> we need more money. We need more money. We need more money. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it, it paid, that paid off. Absolutely. Yeah. They yeah. were beautiful. I, I loved like, because like I'm like costume history, like fashion history is like my jam. Mm-hmm. I loved the details that like the average person doesn't like appreciate what is happening here. Clothes were very modular back then. Mm. You didn't have a set-in sleeve. Right. You had yeah, yeah. a bodice and then you put your sleeve yeah. on. And so you saw a lot of their like outfits were like they had like a long sleeve and then kind of like a little like cap that yeah. went over the sleeve. And so that was what was like holding the sleeve in. Right. And it would be like tied like under that cap. Yeah. Like it yeah, was not like all one piece. No snaps and buttons. Everything no, yeah. was tied. The kind of one of the last scenes where she goes after all her family is dead. And she goes in and starts unlacing yeah. her bodice. And, like, it takes her forever to it unlace does. That, yeah. the yeah. bodice. Okay, so back to the actual plot. So yeah. Caleb, Thomason's, like, closest in age yeah. sibling, he's going to go try and save everything. Yes. He's, you know, trying to be the man of the yeah. house. And he's going to go check the traps and yeah. try and... Uh, and she insists on going with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, oh, man, you guys know this is just... like <laughs> right? If you're not... If you're not going to be back till midday, like he was like, I'll be back by midday. Yeah. And it's like, you, your parents will 100% be up by then. It's not like they're not home yes. to, to notice that yeah, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. And you know they're going to absolutely panic. Like, yeah. I felt I felt bad for their parents. Yes. Yeah. Um, so now they're in the woods and they get kind of separated and the dog takes off after this rabbit. And, no fowler. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, oh, no, not the dog. I know. <laughs> Um, but then the poor kid was lost in the woods and like, he was a good actor. He was. All, the whole cast was, it was a very small cast. Like there was only that one scene at the beginning where there was like extras or whatever. And then it was just the family Mm -hmm. and then a couple scenes with the witch. Yeah. Um, and they were all really good. And yeah, yeah, like the kind of, like the panic that you could just, it was palpable when he realized he was separated and stuff. Um, but then I was like, is the rabbit the witch? Mm. Um, but it makes sense kind of just that it was yeah. like symbolizing that there was yeah something afoot. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, poor Thomason now has lost two of her brothers. They're a hundred percent going to blame her. And even though like this was all Caleb's idea, yeah. she just wanted to go along. Yeah. But she kind of wrong place, wrong time. Absolutely. Right? I mean, <clears throat> that's how... The witch trials went, basically. I mean, there were... It's so weird because, like, there were no witches in in the witch trial. Right. There was probably, like, you know, one random old lady in a hut that was a witch. But the rest of them were just, like, kids that acted up or didn't fit into society. And it's like, witch! And so it's... Yeah, it's easy to, like, 
you had to like toe the line so yes, much because yeah. if you like did anything it's like oh you're doing that because you're a witch yeah or yeah wrong place wrong time or some coincidence happened mm-hmm. yeah it would just yeah. so yeah i'm like oh they're they're definitely gonna start thinking she's evil or something mm-hmm. like that um and i'm like oh no caleb's gonna die and he's the other non-baptized kid so yeah. i didn't know if that played into it like the baby was not like does yeah. the witch need a non-baptized yeah. child which like why was Caleb not baptized? He was old they, enough. They said it oh, did was they? because they couldn't participate in the church or something like that. Um, yeah, they, they did explain it. I feel it. like Caleb was like, like they still lived in that little town when Caleb was like old enough. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They did say, I can't remember the mm. details, but they did, they yeah. did say. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like even like the dad could have like taken it upon himself to like, you know, take him down to, like, the brook or whatever. Yeah, I feel like at that point in time, that wouldn't have been probably legit. Like, mm. you know, there were no self-declared preachers and stuff. It was That's true. I mean, my sister got baptized in the kitchen sink by her grandma. <laughs> the day before she got baptized in the church. Oh. <laughs> my grandma was just like, well, I, f- I feel like she should be baptized already. It's like... Chill out. It's happening in 24 hours. Well, you never know when a witch is going to come steal your baby. This is true. It could have happened. Um, And that is something... Okay, so... In case it's not obvious, I'm not a religious person. <laughs> this aspect of it, like, there, the mom was so devastated over the baby dying. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because you're grieving your child, yes. but I think it was more so that this baby's going to hell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's Caleb was asking soul. his dad about, you know, like, is he going, is he in mm-hmm. hell and whatever? And uh, that's something I have never been able to reconcile. Yeah. Like, if you are an infant, mm-hmm. nothing is your choice. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's all original sin, blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Like, if yeah. your God is going to be that petty. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like I think that like then it kind of like moved on or at least in Catholicism where like they don't go to hell, but they go to like purgatory. Yeah. So it's like, well, so they're still still just like vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like it's not like they're going to like heaven. They're just like, you know, purgatory was always explained as kind of just like this like gray existence. Yeah. Yeah, Like nothing happens. It's kind of like that scene in Bill and Ted where like there's nothing, like I think it was in part two where there's like. They're like, they're not dead, but they're not alive. Yeah. Like, everything is just, like, gray around them. It's yeah. like, well, that doesn't sound cool just yeah, because no, I the don't baby hang died. Out like, what? For eternity. In yeah. That. Yeah. It's it's not. It's like, how can you say, like, God is great, God is everything, unless you're not baptized, then get fucked. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I totally thought Caleb was dead, and then he, like, shows back up, yeah. and I'm like, what did she do to him? Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then... Because I was watching this on Tubi. Yeah. So there are ads. Yes. We got an ad that I had to comment on. Oh. Um, our commercial break was a rap about pubic hair. What? <laughs> I did not get that ad. Yeah. It was a it was a commercial for like Venus razors. Okay. But it was like a cartoon woman and she's rapping about how like your body hair is yours or your pubic hair. And it was specifically yeah. about pubic hair. Pubic hair is great. Like you can have, yeah, it was, it, it was wild. Wow. <laughs> that is not very Christ-like to be talking about <laughs> your, your secret like private a, parts. It seemed like such a, a shock. To, um, <laughs> oh, and it was right it. at that moment where Caleb showed back up and it's like this intense. <laughs> yeah. So 
we kind of go, I didn't take many notes through the whole sequence of Caleb kind of unconscious and then he comes out of it and has this mm-hmm. like moment of bliss that was a little felt sexual almost. Mm, yeah, it's like, I think he was supposed to be um, mimicking like the ecstasy of yeah. Christ, which is like just before he died, that was like how like Christ was supposed to have acted and that's like a huge thing like when you when you look at pictures of like christ like on the cross and you kind of see him making like an o face (laughs) it's like that's supposed to be like oh "Oh, i am just about to meet my god so it's like the greatest feeling in the world but apparently apparently. he's not just about to meet his god yeah and then even that i was like that just pisses me off even more that he was like so clearly loved god and was like enraptured by the idea of god who's gonna say yeah, but you didn't get some water sprinkled on you, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, kid. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, to hold a belief like that. You can like be that. completely loyal and yeah. dedicated to me, but this one little detail didn't happen, so... Yeah, and then you can be... I, I don't know if it's like this in any other branch of Christianity, but in Catholicism, you can be the biggest fucking cunt your entire life, but on your deathbed, be like, I saw we... Okay, you can go to heaven. Yeah, yeah. That seems... Yeah. Seems just. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> But now, so so, the mom is really convinced that Thomason is a witch mm-hmm. because both of her little brothers have died at her hand, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so she tries to convince them that actually it's the two little kids with they're talking to the goat, and that's yes. actually where this is all. Yeah, yeah. That's the demon and whatever. Um, so then the the parents are just like, well, fuck you all. Yeah. And uh, they lock them all in the goat shed. And yeah. And Thomason's like, no, it's dangerous. Like, don't. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of, and, but then we see the mom like lighting a candle at the, um, at the fire. She gets out of bed and she takes her cap off and that's mm-hmm. like, she's always wearing a cap. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then she lights this candle at the, the hearth. Yeah. And I'm like, is she about to go lit this barn on fire that has all of her mm. kids in it? Yeah. But no, no, then we go and see in the in the goat shed with Thomason and the two little kids. And she's asking them, like, are you guys witches? Yeah, and they're yeah. like, are you a witch? Yeah. And it's like, are we all witches here? What's the... Yeah. Um, I liked the part when um, when Caleb was still, like, in the bed and, like, the whole family was up there. And, uh, and, and they're like, oh, Thomason's a witch. And then, and then she's like, I'm not a witch. Like the, I just was like playing and like, I think like the kids are witches. And then the kids are like, um, like kind of like mimicking like Caleb and they're like rolling around yeah, on the yeah. floor. And it's like, that is like how that shit starts. Like, yes. I'm not a witch. No, they're witches. No, we've been bewitched. Yes, and it's yeah. like, well, better take them at their word. I guess right? they're witches. Yeah. Those fucking little kids. Right? Yeah. The scene with them all locked in the barn with Mm -hmm. the goats. Yeah. Like, had me feeling, like, anxious. Yeah. Like, it was very, um, kind of, from when Caleb comes back right to the end of the movie, it was just all, like, a knot in my stomach the whole time. Um, It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't scary, Mm -hmm. but it was very suspenseful. Yeah, like, very uneasy. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to explain it. Um, and then, like, things just got <laughs> batshit. Really yes. So, like, the mom has 
seen the baby and Caleb come back and they're yeah. beautiful and she starts nursing it, but then all of a sudden it's a crow like pecking off her nipple. Yeah. And, ugh. and then in the morning, the dad gets out of bed, doesn't notice his wife there with a bleeding tit. Yeah. And goes outside. Oh, and there's the goat because like the barn has now been trashed. Yeah. Um, I don't know where the little kids were after that. Like I didn't. I, I think they were just, like, in the barn, but, like, dead. Oh. Okay. to believe that they were dead. So, yeah. Because, um, yeah, Thomason is still alive. Yeah. But she wakes up to see her dad get impaled by yeah. this goat. Yeah, this goat who has kind of, like, been just weird up till now, and now all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to kill you. So, he yeah, he impales the dad. Yeah. I guess there wasn't a lot of, like goat acting at that point like i guess that that goat was just like an asshole oh like they had like planned for a lot more like to happen with the goat but they just like could not train that goat (laughs) so like when the when the dad is kind of like wrestling with the goat and like earlier when they get out and they try to wrestles them into the that was like not acting oh really like this fucking goat is crazy like we have to like manhandle it and he was so close to the little kids too Yeah. yeah i know um yeah, so now the goat is not playing anymore. He's Yeah. And so then, yeah, and I'm like, and again, Thomason was the only one to witness this, so yep. the mom's going to think that she had something to do with Absolutely. this. And it's like, no, this is actually what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I knew early on there wasn't going to be a happy ending, but wow. Yeah. So then, yeah, the, the mom is fully convinced that Thomason is the cause of everything. Yeah. And I don't know, she might be. Like yeah, it's it's kind of one it, of those things where it's like you have to is, is draw your that conclusion. a witch? What is a witch? Yeah. Is has she actually been a part of this all along? And yeah. we're just seeing it through her eyes of trying to convince her family. I don't know. Yeah, or um, you know, because yeah, and then it's like, when does the witching like happen? Like, yeah, and, at and, one point does she just be like, I'll just go along with it then, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or even like you know. And she's in the woods with Caleb and like maybe she's not a witch but maybe she's like trying to gain favor with a witch yeah I don't know like yeah, there's a, there's sure. definitely different ways that you can look mm-hmm. at this I I tend to see things more on face value so I I was more inclined to think that this is just shitty circumstances that have all led to her being blamed for something like I don't necessarily think yeah that I feel like the witches probably like like, had a hand in it. Mm-hmm. They maybe, like, set some things up to maybe, like, kind of, like, set some things in motion. Right. I don't think Thomason was a witch until she decided to be a witch at right. the end. yeah. Until, like, Black Philip asked her if she wanted to yeah. live deliciously. But before that, I think she was just like, this sucks and nobody fucking believes me. Yeah. Um, because, like, the scenes where she was like, you know, I am no witch and... Were really believable. Yeah, like like the dad says, like, have you loved God with all your heart? And she's like, yes, like every day, like I read my Bible, I do this, yeah. I do that. Like she really, like you could really tell, like I am doing everything I can to make you believe me. Yeah. But yeah, so then her mom kind of attacks her and so mm-hmm. she has to fend her off and she ends yeah. up killing her mom. Yeah. Horrific. Yeah. Um, but then she, then the kind of the, the end of the movie, it's all quite quiet and you know she yes. she goes into the house and she's alone and kind of like well what the fuck do I do now and yeah. she um takes her bloody over dress off yeah. and and she's sitting there at the table all by herself and it's like obviously you can't just live here like this yeah. and, and then I, she's like well I guess 
this is what I'm doing now. And yeah. she goes and finds the goat. And yeah. I was really surprised that the goat actually spoke to her. Mm, like, yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that it was like so quite literal. But, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of was like a little, dis- I, I don't know. Because he's like a goat, and then like you see, like as like the goat is like walking around the table, he's a, and then he comes up behind her and becomes a man and like puts his yeah. hand on her on her shoulder. Yeah, and that's all very dark. You don't really see a lot until yes. you see you see a little bit of movement, and then mm. you see the hand on the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. So so it was that was a little bit uh, took me out of the moment. Oh a little yeah, bit. yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so then he asks if she wants to live deliciously and if she wants the taste of butter and whatever. Yeah. And then he leads her out to the witches and she's a witch and floats away. And yeah. So maybe there is a happily ever after. For sure. I mean, I feel like she's going to be safe now. Absolutely. I think it's kind of, it speaks to like the idea of like chosen family. Yeah. Like her family always like treated her like shit no matter yeah. like what she did. And then she's kind of moved on to like, well, this group of women like wants me with them. And, I, and, the, and, it's, and it's the idea of, like, I'm not a witch, I'm not a witch, I'm not a witch. But everyone says I'm a witch, so it doesn't matter what I do, yeah. I'm a fucking witch. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say, is I feel like the whole kind of moral of this is um, that, like, people are become what you make them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So anyway, I did quite enjoy this. Yeah. It was, I liked the kind of just uneasy suspense mm-hmm. of it. Um and I loved, yeah, listening to their language and seeing the yeah. costumes and stuff. There was yeah. there was a lot that I liked about it. I gave it seven out of ten demon goats. Nice. I like it. Um, one last final fact I have that I didn't write down, but it just reminded me when we were talking about uh, do, do you want the taste of butter or whatever. In that time, the butter thing was actually considered, like, demonic. Like, good, like, God-fearing people, like, did not taste butter. Oh, really? Because... The church, which is, you know, always so, like, moral and upstanding, were like, no, no, um, butter is, like, too rich and not good for you people. It's from the devil. So especially the poor people, um, you uh, you shouldn't eat butter. It should only be for us. Because, oh, of course. Um, it's, it's, because uh, it's from the devil. Yeah, yeah that, that's it. It's, it's from the devil, and that's why you shouldn't have butter and just let us have it. I mean, well, yeah, all the priests are... Right? Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well. Um, yeah. But not surprising. For some yeah, reason. exactly. All right. Well, that was our witchy episode. It was. This was, I, I enjoyed this. I like talking about witchy stuff. Yeah, it was so fun. It was, it was good. Yeah. Good conversation. Yeah. Um, so in our, in our last episode, and I think we cut it out at the end because it was like, oh, no, that's actually not what's happening. But you had started to say, <laughs> in our next episode, we're going to talk about the patriarchy. So I was thinking about that so much over like the last couple of weeks that that moment in that conversation, I was just so fucking clueless. Like, first of all, I started trying to announce what it was and I had the weeks mixed up. But then at the beginning of that episode, when we were trying to, or at the beginning of like telling what our next yeah, episode yeah. was going to be, and like you were just so clearly trying to like point me in a direction to say like, don't say what the theme is. Like yeah, you were trying yeah. to make a joke and yeah. I was... It was just going over my head and oh, I was no. totally not. And then I was like, and then like, I, I finally realized and I shut up so that you could say your point, but I'm like, <laughs> I should have caught on to that a lot. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, 
Like it was so obvious what you were trying to do, and I was just clueless. Oh, I didn't. I didn't like cotton on to you being like, "Shut up, let no. me say it." I just because the way I said it was like, "We're gonna be like I saw what you did podcast," and like guess the theme. And so when you like didn't really like react to that, I just thought like, "Oh, maybe she doesn't like listen to that." Or I don't. Like, yeah. Okay. Because so. they do that all the time, but they have like really obscure themes and it's like no one could ever possibly guess this theme like it's like the most obscure thing ever so that's why I was kind of being like silly because it's like we're talking about like the witches and the witch guess what our theme is and it totally like it was funny and it was good (laughs) and I'm just like I I don't know how I didn't catch on sooner oh well and I mean I I don't listen I I have it on my list of ones Mm, to listen to at some point but um but even without that context, like yeah. I should have been able oh, to oh, pick whatever. That <laughs> so I was like, so then I kept talking, and you were like trying to get this point out, and I'm just oblivious. And then I'm like, man, she probably thought like, just let me fucking talk. Oh yeah, no, I definitely didn't feel like that. So that's <laughs> well, good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> okay, so yes, carry on. Yes, yeah, so that. no, so this time <clears throat> um, we truly are going to talk about the patriarchy. And even when you said it last time, I was like, yeah, I mean, witchcraft and witches yeah. is kind of a, a, an issue about, you know, about how the patriarchy hurts us all kind totally, of thing. So yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, this time for real, we are going to talk about the patriarchy. I'm interested to see how your film fits into that. I mean, it might be a little loose, okay. but like, well. Well, mine feels very on the nose because we're going to talk about the movie Men. Um, I did mention to um, Janet from what's from Wisconsin. She, my sister. Oh, Tracy from Wisconsin. Tracy from Wisconsin. I was, I knew you were going to say your sister, and I was like, your sister? <laughs> Have you forgotten? I'm so sorry, Sheila. Jeez, um, if if you if you're looking for a new sister, <laughs> I can step up for you. Um, but yeah, so. I was talking to her, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and I, had, I had already told her, because I had my weeks mixed up, mm. so prior to, because yeah. she always likes to watch the movies, and yeah. she was asking what we were watching, and I told her Men and yeah. the Sword and the Stone, and um, and she's like, oh, Men is messed up. So, <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, so you're having me watch Men, I'm having you watch The Sword and the Stone. Yes. Which, my tie to patriarchy is essentially like, only boys can be kings. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know... I think like, that, that works. I think, like, royalty is, like, the ultimate patriarchy. Oh, for sure. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. It'd be good to get a nice Disney cartoon in again. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Um, you can leave us a five-star review on, like, Apple Podcasts that we'll never see because we're not <laughs> Apple Girls or on Spotify or anywhere it lets you leave a five-star review. Go ahead and leave a five-star review on that. We'll love you forever if you do. Yeah. I like on um, the Strange and Unexplained podcast, the host is always like, and if you didn't leave this, go ahead and leave a one-star review at Apple Podcasts slash, like, Ben Shapiro. Oh, you know? yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, and you can email us at loveandhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at loveandhorrorpodcast. You can find me on Instagram at calamity underscore Laura. I am on Instagram at Deanne Teresa. Oh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Love and Horror. Yeah. You can find us on Meta Threads at Love and Horror Podcast. Mm-hmm. I finally I... signed up for that one. Yay. 
And if you want to send us a couple of dollars, you can do that at our coffee page, which is ko-fi.com slash loveandhorrorpodcast. So thanks again for listening, and remember, all is fair in love and horror. And living deliciously. The witches. Which, 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 which